What's going on, everybody? I'm your host for the Yes Podcast, where we talk all things art, culture, and entertainment, but specifically pop culture entertainment. And it's been a while. Uh, <laughs> it's a tiny bit of a break after Thanksgiving. Uh, everything has been crazy. Life has been crazy. Um, but I am your host, Will, also known as Will the Greatest. And with me, got a couple of characters joining me tonight. My boys, uh, we have Luke. Hey, how's it going, everybody? Good to be back on this week. Boy returns. And we also have Aaron with two A's. Yeah, what's good, everybody? Good to be back. I'm healed. I survived COVID. Let's go. Ready to fuck these podcast topics up. Let's go. Kind of trying to dodge that shit like the plague it is. Hello? We heard you. (laughs) You hear us? What? Did Did we lose Aaron? We may have lost Aaron. Oh, no. Well, let's go ahead and continue the show. Yeah, we can keep going. Um, Just move around this. Luke, how are you doing while we try to figure out where Aaron disappeared to? Um, I'll make it short and sweet. (laughs) Uh, I've I've definitely been better. Um, This Mm -hmm. this has been a very trying week. Uh, This has been a very trying year, but this week in particular has been very trying. You know, I'm, I'm pulling through, but... You know, I'm I'm actually pretty hyped about all the uh, uh, stuff that keeps coming out online, man. Like, we're getting info dumps left and right, and I'm very, very excited about it. We got a a lot to to talk about uh, that we kind of missed. Um, Hopefully we don't go insane, but who knows? Uh, We'll see how the night turns out. Yeah, but I understand where you're coming from, man. It's like, I'm trying to finish out the stuff for my own channel and just like the creativity well is just kind of um oh fuck i almost forgot about something else too that i'll add it right now um but um it's it's tiring uh things are tiring yeah uh, <laughs> life is tiring oh, my... again. oh he's back okay we'll get to you in just one second i'm just uh letting the people know and how uh i'm doing i'm doing okay i'm managing um trying to you know stay consistent with work and working out and stuff like that. Um, just talking about how like the creativity well is, you know, it's, it's getting to the point where it's like, it can be kind of hard to stay motivated to do stuff when you, you kind of get so busy and preoccupied with, with other things. And we got news coming out a mile a minute. Um, as we're recording this, we're recording this on Wednesday, tomorrow's Thursday and Disney's having their big meeting. So a lot of announcements are going to come out then. Uh, I want to do this first because we have way too much to talk about and we can talk about all the Disney stuff next week. Uh, but Aaron, how are you doing, man? Oh man, uh, doing a lot better since I, since I tested negative, you know, I mean, been through some, some sad stuff, you know, broke up with my lady recently. So it's kind of been dealing with that. It's okay, man. It is what it is. Long distance is hard. We, we know this. It is. <laughs> it's a, long distance is a bitch, but you know, I started watching, Started watching My Hero Academia. That show has been pretty good so far. Uh, back to the grind of writing, uh, working out, meditating, you know, self-care. Nice. Yeah, man. So Let's just go. trying to build for my future, bro. And life is, life is Gucci. Life's Gucci at the moment. Yeah. Well, hopefully we can all get to a place where our life is, you know, going well and going swell. But uh, in the meantime, at least... At least we have our pop culture. At least we have our nerd news. So, ooh boy, where where to start and where to begin? 
Man, do you want to start with the, uh, should we start with the most recent news, I guess, and then kind of work it back? Yeah, let's work it back, work it back. All right, all right. So we'll do Spider-Man, we'll do uh, HBO, then we'll do some Mando talk, uh, and then get into some other things. So first off, the amount of Spider-Man news for Spider-Man 3 is absurd. So we're getting reports. We're getting reports. Uh, Spider-Man 3 is, is currently filming, uh, I believe, in Atlanta, uh, maybe somewhere else. You know, people are getting tested and whatnot. But we're getting reports. Alfred Molina is returning in the role as, as Doc Rock, as I have her in the notes, as Doc Ock. Dr. Otto Octavius uh, reprising his role from Spider-Man 2, the Raimi version, as well as uh, negotiations for Tobey Maguire and Emma Stone, and it's, I believe, confirmed that Andrew Garfield and uh, Kirsten Dunst are returning, and we're also getting reports now that Daredevil is set to make an appearance reprised by Charlie Cox of the Netflix series. Oh, man. Uh, and that's not, and that's already including the fact that, you know, Jamie Foxx is supposed to be coming back as Electro. Um, before we get into it, I want to say, if this is going where I think it's going... I called it a year ago, <laughs> and people need to give me my props on that video that only has 11 views. I'm very salty, because I mapped out the whole shit. Someone at Sony <laughs> watched my video, because I said that it's um, it's setting up like him being hunted by Kraven. They're using other Spider-Men to like replace him and shit, getting into multi-dimensional fuckery. Um... Miles is like a teaser at the end. They're trying to push this Peter to his own universe. They'll probably have a cameo in Multiverse of Madness, especially since that's directed by Sam Raimi. And, you know, he only has that one live action and that one cameo left in, in his contract, Tom Holland does. So, uh, I don't know, man. Where's my where's my cookie? I, I called it. like I, And I'm thinking that they're trying to tie this into the Spider-Verse sequel. I, that's my thoughts. Um, but, yeah. Hmm. Power, okay. Power, yeah. I was, I, I pitched it as they're trying to do like a three part intertwined movie, uh, like end with those old characters, have Tom go to his own universe, start his own saga, interdimensional Sinister Six, uh, have them cameo in Spider Verse 2 somehow, maybe have Shamik Moore show up as like a live action Miles because he, he, he looks enough like him, he's he's black. Uh, but I mean, what are y'all's <laughs> thoughts about all of this news? I mean, I personally am very excited to see the return of Andrew Garfield and of Charlie Cox. Um, the rest are a little weird. I say fuck it. I, I, I just say fuck it, man. Yeah. Let's just throw, let's just throw everybody in, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be honest. I'm a little worried. I'm like, I'm, I'm, Understandably. I'm, I'm conflicted. I am half excited because I've wanted to see all three Spider-Man in a movie for years, and I'm like, nah, this is bullshit. Like, part of me, part of me is, is still is still hesitant to believe that this is true, because even though I we there there came out a report today, and there's photos of of Tobey Maguire being like basically across the street from the set, well, getting his uh his costume test done, right? And he's so I'm like, okay. He just happens to be in Atlanta as they're filming 
Spider-Man three. Okay, that, that don't mean nothing. Though. That don't mean like I, I don't know, right. man. I feel like I'm so excited. I don't want to get my hopes up. Um, I don't I'm either. a little yeah. I'm a little less inclined to believe the Charlie Cox thing because I'm like, what are the odds that this news comes out right as the Doc Ock thing comes out? And people have been pushing for for Charlie Cox for like the past what a couple weeks or so to for him to be in the MCU. And so like this, honestly, a couple years. Oh, well, yeah, but I feel like it's gotten, I've seen a lot more hashtags within like mm-hmm. the more recent weeks. So I'm like, okay, what are the odds that, and the, I don't know, the, I think the source, it's like, it's like some small source. It's not like a, a big trade yeah. like Variety or Hollywood Reporter. It's like, like, what was it, like Melvin's Multiverse or something like that? Yeah, I, I think mm-hmm. Variety did an article that got deleted like at light speed. If I remember, but it, it was, you're right. It was like Melvin's multiverse or something like that. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm less inclined to believe that he's Peter Parker's lawyer. Cause I'm like, where, where did this come from? <laughs> like, so Carly, Daredevil's just been here the whole time. Is that what we're trying to say right mm-hmm. now? He's just been in the yeah. MCU just chilling. Yep. That, that's what they're saying. Like, I is think- it going to be the same Matt Murdoch? That's I my mean, question. I, 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 I doubt so. it. Because then that uh, would mean because then that would mean that every that, that would mean the shitty defender show is canon. Um, no, <laughs> I, don't, I think it's I a don't different universe is Matt Bardock. But, 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 but the same actor. Yeah. But, you, they no, could just listen, do that. Listen, listen. So I as much as I don't particularly care for her. She's been getting some good scoops lately. Grace Randolph, have you guys seen what she's been saying? No. Because we don't really listen to Grace, but go ahead, bro. Yeah, but she's been right. She, that's the thing. Like, I, As much as I don't like her, she's been right about some shit as, of, as mm. of lately. And she's gotten big interviews and whatnot. So her sources apparently say that the Charlie Cox thing is true. He's her lawyer. And Kevin Feige is likes handpicked individuals from those defenders things that he's considering bringing over to the MCU. Those people, including Charlie Cox, Vincent Tanafrio's Kingpin, uh, Jessica Jones, and who was the fourth one? Oh, uh, John Bernthal's Punisher. Those are the only four people he's considering bringing to the MCU. No Iron Fist, no Luke Cage. Yeah, I honestly, I believe that. That that sounds that sounds like some shit that that. Everyone do, and it doesn't. It doesn't entirely bother me. Like, here's the thing that that sounds pretty realistic and legit. I mean, people have been pitching that you know Matt is Peter's lawyer for since Far From Home came out. Um, yeah, like that whole idea, and I don't have an issue with that. Uh, I honestly, I don't, I don't really have an issue with with any of it. Honestly, my primary concern for the movie is. Uh, how big of a because I know we already we already have the news confirmed that Doctor Strange is set to to make an appearance as Peter's new mentor, which we already kind of ragged on that a little bit. Um how big of a role do you think all these cameos are, are gonna play to the film? Cause that's kind of the concern that I have now. Like as much as I'm excited to see all these other people that I've grown up with, that I've loved as characters for better or for worse. I'm a little concerned. I, I don't want, I don't think they will because the teams behind the Spider-Man moves are, are kind of okay. You know, 
we we right. have criticism of, of the writing and direction of the character. Um, I don't want that to overshadow Tom's story. This is still his Spider-Man right. movie. And I right. don't want that to overshadow it. But I think, you know, Marvel, Marvel did a good job with Endgame, with Infinity War, with Civil War. Sony did a great job with Spider-Verse. It's possible to, with still making that a Miles Morales story and not having him overshadowed with the other ones. It's possible. But I'm still, I'm cautiously optimistic is what I'm saying. Uh, right. How are y'all feeling about that? Um, I mean, I, I okay. Okay, go ahead. I was gonna say oh, Aaron, Aaron, the potential movie. potential spoilers here. So it's being reported. It was reported by Andy Signore like a month ago, a month and a half ago, and then Grace Randolph kind of reaffirmed that. And I know that. Well, for, first, I want to say that today on John Campion's show, one of his sources confirmed to him that Toby and Andrew are gonna be in it. And mm-hmm. he, he knows people within the business. So I kind of I kind of trust his opinion, even though yeah. I'm still skeptical of the whole thing. So what the right. report is, is that Toby and Andrew are in the movie, but their Spider-Man wouldn't show up until the third act of the, of the film. So the first two acts would still be very much Tom Holland and, and Zendaya's movie. Okay. So they wouldn't okay. come until later into it. I got My I'm question okay with that. is, yeah, my question is, do, under or over 50% chance that they use, even if they are third act appearances by those characters, under or over 50% that they're going to use the other two Spider-Man in the marketing material? Or are they meant to be surprises? Over over 50. They, they've been talking about they've been talking about this shit since before Spider-Verse, because remember um this was we talked about this way back in the Marvel Leap days. Uh in those oh, yeah. Sony leaked emails. Remember Spider-Man versus the Amazing Spider-Man. They've been trying to get shit like this off the ground for almost Ever. a decade. Yeah. Um, so and you know Sony loves to jump the gun and expose shit. I think Marvel has to be be the one to reel them in. Uh if they handle it like they handled Spider-Man and Civil War. And it can be very good for their marketing, but it's all about strategy. But I'm I'm I, I'm saying almost definitely over fifty percent. I mean, Luke, how how are you feeling about things? Um, you know, kind of jump the gun there for a second. I no, you're fine. I mean, you know, this kind of like from everything I'm he- hearing, it kind of um well, rings a- back to what everybody was talking about in 2015 about. Uh, Captain America Civil War is is that most people's concerns was is yo they're bringing in all these characters how is this possibly going to be a Captain America movie everyone you know was just under under most people were under an agreement that like maybe they should have just called this Civil War not necessarily make it Captain America's third film and even to this day I kind of agree with that 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 sentiment so I I don't know if this it you know exactly what this film's going to do if campia source is right where the other two don't really uh show up until the third act i guess that you know that would make it better um but you know are are they building towards a spider verse i mean like you said they're they're building towards tom holland being in his being in the venom verse i guess um yeah um but you know i i i really don't know do you think that that they're going to out tom holland as spider-man in the mcu and maybe moving forward, there's going to be a different actor playing the MCU version of Spider-Man 
and then Tom Holland's going to be in his own universe. I, like, I'm thinking like, that. Like, do you think that's a possibility? Like, 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 what if they just bring in an actor to play Miles, and then Miles is just the new Spider-Man in the MCU? Um, that'd be an interesting way to do it. I, I don't think that's a good. Uh, for, well, first, because they'd have to. That'd just be a whole nother deal with Sony, and I don't think like. And do you, Sony feels do you like playing ball? But I don't. I wouldn't want to yeah. do that because then you're just retreading the same story that you did with Tom Holland. Because we. We've we don't know how the MCU about- would handle Miles, though, to be fair. But in, in regards to that, I don't. I think right. if they're going to write out Spider-Man, they're going to write him out entirely. I don't feel like, right. yeah. what's the point of sw- doing the switcheroo of the Spider-Man? I feel like the whole thing of them switching him out in the first place has to do with outside sources, outside influences of uh, contract of con- yeah. what's it called? Consent, not consensual. Con- that's, contractual. That's not dispute. Contractual, yes. Contractual disputes, exactly. I think that's what it's more about uh, mm-hmm. in regards to that. But I think the think interesting that, thing is is the rumor about Doctor Strange, but what were you going to say? about Tom- yeah, Well, actually, that's what I was going to get into. I, I was just wondering if Doctor Strange was going to basically open the veil for Spider-Man 3 to happen in that capacity. It's either going to be him or it's going to be Madam Web. The thing that would be really, very cool. That'd be very cool. That's the only other way to do it. The thing that's or really both. confusing to me is the fact that what is it? Doctor Strange comes out after Spider Man does. So I'm like, I believe, I believe with the current schedule it does. Yeah. So that's very strange to me. Like, how are you doing the whole multiverse thing? So you're introducing multiverse in Spider Man and then continuing it in in Doctor Strange. Is that what the the whole deal well, is? Well, they're probably introducing it in Wandavision. True, true, true. So if they yeah, introduce I, it in WandaVision and it carries through Spider-Verse and through Multiverse of Madness, that's a through line for three movies, at least. Yeah, I, mm. I think that WandaVision is going to have more importance than people realize, honestly. Oh, that, I, I mean, think, I'm excited for it, but yeah. I think it. I I think that, that WandaVision is the catalyst for not only Phase 4, but Phase 5. Mm. I can believe that, that. That might be why they pushed it up, because remember uh, Falcon Soldier, I'm just going to call it that, was supposed to come out before, but um, since production got pushed, I think Kevin Feige's like, you know, we can just move it around. Can I, can I say mm. what my biggest concern is about this movie? Go ahead, man. I don't, I don't want this to be The Amazing Spider-Man 2 or The Amazing Spider-Man all over again in the vein that this isn't the pro... Like, I want to know if this is like a a studio amalgamation event that was kind of cobbled together, or is this the work of a story that these writers and directors want to tell? You know, Mm, because I felt like I felt like Amazing Spider-Man Two was very much like, oh, we got to have this and this, and same thing with Spider with uh, Spider-Man Three. Spider-Man Three, like we got to have Venom in there, and like how much is like, because I feel like that plays a big part in the how cohesive the story is and uh, just based off of the, the things that I've seen and all I, it's all I have is to go off based off of the things that I've seen the previous two Spider-Man movies under John Watts didn't with the exception of a few moments within each of them didn't feel like Spider-Man movies and with John Watts I don't know who the writers are I think it's the same writers from who did Far From Home I think it is the the same one. I can I can look it up, but go ahead. That felt like the least that felt like even less of a Spider-Man movie than than Homecoming did. 
And my my concern is, do these writers and John Watts have the strengths to make a serious Spider-Man movie? Because I'm like, like, mm-hmm. okay, cool. We had we had the the John the John Hughes Spider-Man is his his first one, and then we have the Vacation movie. Can we get like a a real Spider-Man movie? Can we get like the struggle? Can we get the the levity of Spider-Man without it being overly jokey? Like, can we can we get that balance from John Watts and his style? A, I don't know. It's the same writers from Far From Home, by the way. Um, okay. I think uh, unless there's no, go ahead. I'm, I'm listening. As far as unless there's something we don't know, as far as a creative team and like how it's developed and changed behind the scenes. If it's just those three guys who are behind the creative process of this film, that does concern me a little bit. Yeah, I. It, we're what we in terms of expectations. It's a lot going into this third one. Now we have a a year because it comes out December twenty twenty one. Um, <laughs> till it comes out, but uh, oh Jesus. <laughs> Nick informed us that Avi Arad is involved. Oh boy, um, that that does me a frighten because Avi Arad ruins everything he touches. Um, and I don't care what every bad thing that happened to Spider Man, I'm blaming him. Um, also, I think he's kind of a racist. I can't remember. Um, nonetheless, uh, I think your worries are sound, and I I agree with them. I I do want because Tom Holland is a talented enough actor. That if you give him a mature Spider-Man, I'm positive he could do a great job with it. Civil War is still, in my opinion, the best on-screen Spider-Man we've got, and we only got him for 15 minutes. I don't know. Okay, I will. I'll debate you on that. Bet- between Civil War and the opening truck scene of Amazing Spider-Man Two, those yes, are, those, those are, are the best those Spider-Man scenes we've ever had. Those are, uh, and here's what I'll say regarding Tassim Two: that still has the best effects. Tassim 1 and Tassim 2 have the best effects out of any of the Spider-Man movies. Tassim 2 is CG. That suit flowing in the sky. Yeah. Why does that movie movie from like six, seven years ago look better than the MCU suit? They spent $300 billion on the CG and they lost There are scenes during uh, Homecoming that just look like total ass. And like, I don't know why... I, I, I really don't know why that for some reason Marvel Studios decided to CG over some oh. some fantastic suits, um, especially the, the original suit from Civil War. Like, what were they thinking there? It had the black webbing. Like, it looked so good. It was raised. But even even yeah. the new the new red and black suit, remember that picture that they put out where he has, like, the mask on, like the COVID mask? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Even, even that looked good on set, but then you know they're gonna CG over it, and so look all yeah, like the the, and... the set, like all the set photos and behind the scenes stuff they show of it. The, the suit looks great. Even I'm I'm not a big fan of the Far From Home suit, um, because like many things about this Spider Man, it pulls a little too much from Miles, and yeah, that bothers me. He stole Miles' suit. Like no, he I, just stole his arms. <laughs> like I'm gonna go ahead and say this that like Chasm One had like some of the best. Spider-Man, in my opinion, had some of the best Spider-Man choreography and the best looking CG for like the swinging scenes. It still um, does. Oh, it yeah. still holds up. It's beautiful. I mean, I mean, just like uh, the best cinematography. Oh, oh, 
I I was gonna say the best special effects in CG two whenever he shoots webs out of out out of his slinger like those mm-hmm. are like the the very best in terms of choreography and CG and special effects and I don't know why Marvel and Disney cannot replicate that. I really I also don't. think the Taz movies the Taz movies have the best web creativity with far as how he would use them. Yeah, yeah. And there's there's yeah. actually um I did a scene breakdown for the the hall the school fight from the first Tassum. And I pointed out one of my favorite things about it is that he, he moves like a spider more, I guess, cause Andrew Garfield's a lot leaner than, um, and the other one, like Tom Holland is a, is a, you know, he's a fit, he's a fit ass, you know, gymnastic ass kid. But in terms of how they mm-hmm. designed it, like <laughs> it, it gives him a crawling noise when he crawls around the lizard after wa- uh, wrapping him up. Like he moves like a spider too. And I believe, I think yeah. Tom Holland can do all of this shit, all, all of the things that Dude, made the other movies great, movie. he can what do this. I know he can. I just you guys I, realize that we've gotten two, we've gotten two <laughs> Spider-Man films, and there was only there's so I think there was only what one scene with him actually swinging through New York City, like through Manhattan. And that was like, yep, and that was like a post-credit scene or something. No, no, it was, it, was just the it was a great swing. It's a great looking swing, um, and I don't mind him swinging through the side. Well, no, he did a little bit in uh, Homecoming. Remember the Sony leaked emails where they wanted to make him an EDM Spider Man and all that, and the oh, Jesus, so many bad. <laughs> yeah, Far so From Home is the only Spider Man movie I have no, I have zero desire to go back and watch. Oh God, <laughs> going going back to uh, those original Sony leaked emails, they they had an idea. That they were they were going to take they wanted to take they wanted to take Andrew Garfield Spider Man and have a futuristic team up with Miguel O'Hare. Wait, oh, that's cool. That, no, that's that's a comic plot. That's a I, I know it is like future side or something. I know it is. That, that'd be but, cool. But if you read the ideas and how they wanted to execute it, was terrible. Oh. It, it's Wait, not like it's a, so. It's a shitty version of Edge of Time, is what you're saying. Basically, when you go, when you go back to those emails, though. Remember how they did want Toby and Andrew in a movie together? So this is they full circle mm-hmm. now. So th- this is definitely reeks of Sony meddling. And that was yeah, and that was around the time. Forever. And I go ahead, Luke. I was just gonna say that was around the time that that the original uh, Dan Slott Spider Verse comics were coming out when yeah. when they had that idea. So it was it was about what 2015 I think is when those comics came out or before yep. that 2014 2015 and and that that's the same year that the Sony uh, hacked emails happened as well yeah it's um, they just call it Spider Man <laughs> I, I don't think they will just to keep that home shit in there somewhere um I'm oh, thinking it's probably gonna be like Spider Man Home Going and then we'll be like going, going where's he going to his own universe bitch Spider Man oh, Homeworlds. <laughs> I, I, I have to, I have to run the facilities. I'll return momentarily. Go ahead, bro. Um, we're probably going to move on to the next one soon. Also, Nick, how are you doing, sir? Just kind of appear. Uh, yeah, I'm here. How are you doing, man? <laughs> uh, I'm fine. Sound down. You okay? You sound fine. Yeah. yeah. Okay, man. <laughs> we're, we're glad I'm to have to, you. I'm trying to find <laughs> that email thing, actually. I want to like see... What they yeah. we're, we're probably going to move on to the uh, HBO stuff. I mean, did y'all have any any <clears throat> final thoughts? I mean, I think it's it's. I'm cautiously optimistic. Um, I agree with your concerns, Aaron. I think we're all just kind of waiting 
to see how things go. Um, we we do. I, I do have. have I do have one gripe that I hope is not true about this the leaks or like the, uh, the news. I don't want Emma Stone to come back. I don't think they should bring Emma Stone back for I, this movie. I mean, I don't think Doc Ock makes sense coming back either because he died. <laughs> Doc, so no, Doc Ock makes sense. Hey, listen, listen. Here's what they could do for Doc Ock. It would be kind of cool and clever. So we never technically see Doc Ock die. We just see him underneath the all the debris as he's carrying the... the I don't remember the... The ultimatum oh, the, or whatever. The, oh, the tritium. That the tritium is real. It's H three. It's a is is like a uh it's a hydrogen. Um, we didn't see Electro die either. He just turned into a yeah. He just thing. dissipated. So, Electro- so what they so what they could do for Doc Ock is like if if this is the exact same Doc Ock, what they could do is like as he's falling, like some. A portal falls underneath him, and he falls through that portal, and he, yeah. and so because we never actually see him die, they just cut right before like he sinks to the bottom. But you know, Alfred Molina probably looks a little older than he did, you know, in he's like seventy years old. He's damn near seventy years old. He's an old ass so, man, <laughs> right? So I'm like, they they could do that, and like mm-hmm. have that empathetic Doc Ock like be forced to to do some shit he doesn't want to do or whatever. But yeah, I don't know. But I'm getting the sense that it's a different, it's a different Doc Ock. I'm, just like it's going to be a different. They're going to pull. They're using the same actors, but they're pulling from a different universe. Like I think the Spider Man will be the same one, but I think it's going to be a new Emma Stone, Gwen Stacy. She might be. Who knows? Maybe they'll make her Spider Spider Gwen. I don't. Um, I mean, because like, because like here's the thing: we saw her die. Like die, we saw the funeral and everything. Like we saw Andrew Garfield weeping and mourning. Like we Remember saw his dad came back to life though. Oh his man, that's that was a, a, such a good. Dude, where were they going to go? It was so good. Andrew Garfield such a fantastic actor. He deserves so much better. Um, Damn! All I know is watching the three of them next to each other. He gonna be he's just gonna be towering over the other two Spider Man. He's a tall. Yeah, he's fucking five ten. <laughs> no, no, Andrew Garfield's like six one or something like that. I thought no, he's like five ten. I thought no, no, oh, he's like six up. six. <laughs> he's gi- huge. He's a giant. Um. Garfield. He's five ten. Oh, yeah, you're right. you're right. He's five ten. He's five ten. Okay. And the fact that I knew of that off rip says a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I the fact that I just uh, know Andrew Garfield's height on command is like, no nah, man, he's five ten. Tom like, Hall- Tom Holland's five eight, and Toby yeah. is Toby's probably like Toby. five eight. Toby. Five, nine, five, eight. Toby's also five eight, so they'd be like eye to eye. Okay. <laughs> who's this? Who's this tall ass McSpidey man? They're probably gonna angle it too, like Robert Downey Jr. How he looks the same height as Benedict Cumberbatch, uh, even though he's not. And Diesel and The Rock see eye to eye in Fast and Furious, and that should make no sense. Right. Where <laughs> did they were they eye level in, in Fast and Furious? Yeah, there's that shot mm-hmm. like a meme where they're like eye level on one of those. Like, what? okay, why does Robert Downey Jr. look so much taller than Tom Holland? But apparently, they're only an inch apart <laughs> because um because they have him. He has heeled shoes and shit. Remember, <sighs> yeah, pictures of him in the boots at like premieres and shit. If I believe, but no, he's he's a small guy. 
Like no shade. Okay, they're both. You know, I'm not. A, I'm not a jihugist man either. Like I'm around Tom Holland's height, so I'm not shading. I'm just saying the fact that it's always funny whenever you get to that scene in Homecoming where he looks taller than him. I'm like, bro, he's not. He's like an inch apart. You make it look like it's three inches. Don't don't cap. Don't lie to me. Okay, he's he's a little taller than him. He's like it's it's close. They're close to eye level. Yeah, but uh, we can move on to the to the next one, uh, and Luke will return with with his thoughts and whatnot. Let's talk about HBO. Uh, so, yeah, let's man. Let's talk about something else. Uh, some hobo, <laughs> some hobo Max news. Uh, so, WB decided to send their entire 2021 movie slate to HBO Max, which includes Godzilla vs. Kong, Matrix 4, Mortal Kombat, Dune, uh, pfft, a, a bunch, of, just a metric shit ton of movies. Uh, the Suicide Squad. Um, those are all the ones off the top of my head. Uh, mm-hmm. And and the uh, the directors and production studios and the theaters are not too happy. Uh, oh, the plan for it is that they're going to be simul released, so they're going to drop on HBO Max for a month, the same day they're releasing theaters. Uh, which, as a consumer, I love this idea. Uh, <clears throat> but apparently, everyone behind the scenes does not. So let's talk about it. How are y'all feeling about this Hobo Max news? Hobo Max. <laughs> oh man, I feel like it's gonna be a shit show. I I really hope that they don't go back on what they said they were gonna do. I hope they actually fall follow through and do release all these movies on HBO Max. But it sure was a power move to, to the other their partners, not tell and all the other studios, and to not tell them that was shady. That was like some Game of Thrones shit. They're just like. Yeah, bitch, we're doing this, and there's nothing you can do about it. You could, mm-hmm. you can suck a dick. Uh, but uh, man, I think it's cool. You know, I'm like, I'm, I think yeah. for us consumers, this is awesome. What what this does for the theatrical ex- theatrical experience, I'm I'm very curious to know. Like, is this gonna? How is this going to affect movie theaters, especially with them with movie theaters primarily getting the. Uh, a huge flux of their income from these bigger films. And mm-hmm. what are the other studios going to do in response to that? I feel like Universal kind of fucked themselves by doing that deal with, with AMC, but like, we're kind of what, what Disney and Marvel is going to do tomorrow as far as the future goes in, in 2021 and, and so on. And Fox is part of Disney, so I guess I would fall into the same thing, but is Sony going to change anything? And is Legendary yeah, I, gonna fall in line? But yeah, yeah, we, okay. No, you see I was just saying, I'm glad you brought up Legendary because Legendary is looking to take WB to court because um, <laughs> they they did the funding for about seventy five percent. I want to say around seventy seventy five percent of the mo- of a uh, Dune and Godzilla versus Kong, and those are those are not cheap movies. We're talking like triple zero million movies. Uh. Like I want to say, one to two hundred million dollar productions, and they fronted the budget on most of that, and now it's just going to the streaming. Which again, as a consumer, like I'm probably going to watch them day one, especially in where I live, or we don't have any open theaters. This is the only option. Um, but I can see kind of like those are movies that are probably meant to be seen in theaters, but we ain't got that shit, bro. Until people learn to stay in damn doors, but I mean, like Nick, how how are you feeling about uh 
all this HBO craziness? Um, I mean, yeah, it's pretty crazy. I, I just don't know. I mean, they keep saying, like, oh, it's just a one-time thing, but I, I just don't think that's going to happen. <clears throat> like, I think this is going to be, like, a new norm for them going forward. Mm-hmm. Maybe for other studios, too. We don't We don't know. Yeah, I'm I'm wondering how the other studios are gonna react because I know that um we're still set to have Black Widow and Eternals come out in theaters and like they're they're done um yeah they were supposed to come out this year they just shifted their time back by like a year um and I know I think Shang Chi should be close to being done filming Spider Spider Man's mid production right now uh, I'm sure Doctor Strange is probably mid filming or, or yeah they do should be mid filming right now think do do you guys think that uh, during this uh, conference call tomorrow, that they might announce that hey, we we are going to throw Black Widow on Disney Plus, or or Eternals might be moving to Disney Plus, or something like that. I mean, do you think they're going to give us something? I think they're like going to wait until the numbers for Wonder Woman come out. I think they're going to see how that does, and then like we'll see January first. It'll be like surprise. Wonder Woman is right. now streaming on Disney Plus. But they're probably going to wait and see how Wonder Wonder Woman. Yeah, yeah. This is such a new thing because of the coronavirus pandemic. I, I don't. There's, there's a lot of uncertainty, and I can guarantee you that any movie, even HBO, uh, HBO Max, you know, they may gain a lot of subscribers in the short term. But Mm -hmm. I think that this is going to be bad for the films themselves. I think they're going to do horribly. Like, like they're going to lose money on it. For for sure, yeah. there, there's just no getting around that they're losing money, and that sucks. You know, um, it does suck a lot. But I think that this is also a very this is a highly strategic move on on um, Warner Brothers' part and and for uh-huh. HBO and HBO Max. Uh, the reason being is here's what I think their 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 strategy is because you know they're not idiots. They have economists that that do this kind of stuff for them all the time. They run numbers. Uh-huh. I think that what's most likely what what their end game is here is that they're trying to push the box office industry to the brink brink of extinction and they're doing it strategically. So they're doing it on purpose. They're trying to kill as many movie theater chains as they can on purpose. And then what they'll do is their uh, conglomerates will buy them up for pennies. Yes. Mm. And then boom, and then boom, Movie theaters are back, everybody. And guess what? Warner Brothers has a 60, 70, 80% stake in them. No, I, 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 no, I, I absolutely agree with you, man. It's not, and I, it, it's, it's not a conspiracy theory. This is literally how capitalism works. And I don't, I don't think it's a conspiracy. Th- it's, it's smart right. business. I think that and it's not yeah. just them. I think that uh, Disney and the, and, you know, Sony and Universal are probably going to, they're, they're watching. All of them are I mean, watching. Disney, in particular, I'm certain is watching to see. How I, mean, I feel like a bigger. Yeah. I feel like a bigger fish is gonna is gonna buy those theaters than the than the studios themselves. No, no. I can imagine well, like a like an Amazon the, buying them or something. Well, like no, Amazon, Amazon has and stakes. Disney are probably the biggest. I'm studios have have, have stakes in theater chains, like like Warner Brothers, for example. They they have stocks and investments in AMC theaters, um, mm-hmm. you know, but. But this is exactly what they'll do. I mean, you know, there's caveats to that. I, I can understand both sides of the argument from everybody's perspective, really. I think that it's going to benefit a lot of people like me and my community. So like I was saying yeah. the other day to you guys, my the, the county I live in has roughly 300, 400,000 people. 
and we just lost two of our movie chains. Both AMC and Regal have closed permanently. They are gone, which means the nearest movie theater to us is an hour and 45 minutes away. So 300, 400,000 residents don't have access to these movie theaters right now. So what's probably going to end up happening is that someone eventually is going to come along and buy them up. We, we don't know who. Um, it might be Warner Brothers. It might be some other company. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But, but, but you know, employees are out of work and people don't, don't get to have the, the movie theater experience right now. So, like, even if they were to release these films, there's no movie theaters for, you know, 300,000 exactly. residents to go buy movie tickets to go see them right now. So, so I think that, again, this is a strategic thing. It's, it's really, really what it is is a catch-22, but like I said, there's a some tiny little caveat there that there, there's a little bit of a silver lining where, you know, they're thinking of communities like us where you have counties or tri-county areas where movie theaters are closing in, in that tri-county area or quad-county area or, or one-county area only has access to one, two, maybe three movie theater chains. And if yeah. they go and if they close, if they go out, you know, they're done. So HBO and Warner Brothers, they're thinking of that and say, well, hey, we got to reach a large audience here. We got to reach as many people as possible. So that's why, you know, th- this is a very this is very strategic that all of their movies are going to streaming in 2021. No, a- absolutely. But adding on to what you're saying, this is going to this should uh, if they do it right, because part of the problem is HBO Max doesn't have as many subscribers because it, it launched. It wasn't on um on. Uh, the was it Amazon's Fire Stick? It was or Ro- that, and I think Roku wasn't on them, and it wasn't completely international. So I think they're trying to push that and then incentivize it because you know you have all the good stuff. Like I think HBO Max oh. streaming service is honestly pretty damn good in terms of what it offers service wise. But if yeah. you tell because like if you tell people we're drip feeding some of the biggest movies that we have in our library throughout 2021. Mm-hmm. And we're launching internationally, and we're launching on all the uh, on like the Roku Fire Stick, all of that shit. Um, yeah, your numbers for what's going to be Warner Max because you know they're going to retire that HBO Max label. We've seen that because I know they have right. a production studio called Warner Max, but they're trying. You know, AT and T's trying to phase out the name. Um, not yeah. only are they doing what you said, Luke, but they want to jump those numbers up on the digital. So here's the thing: it, this is going to benefit the people at the tippy top. And the people Mm -hmm. at the bottom that are all consumers like us, everybody in the middle who had to do with the productions of these, except for Patty Jenkins and and, uh, Gal Gadot is fucked. (laughs) They're they're, they're the large middle that gets screwed over out of all of this. Yeah, and I'll also add it was very shitty of Warner and ATT to not inform (laughs) half of of their uh, production and staff that right. it wasn't going to be a thing what 30 minutes prior and didn't didn't Jenkins right. and Godot get get a special deal like like they got insider yeah. knowledge and they got extra money out Jenkins of it Jenkins and Godot got 10 million to promote it on HBO Max but I, mean, but, I don't, but 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 I don't get it why only them I guess cuz they're the first ones cuz Wonder Woman comes out in 2 weeks I'm going to tell you right now those Wonder Woman trailers ain't impressive <laughs> Not, not, not I, think they look, uh, I think they somebody. look pretty neat. <clears throat> no, the climax think, of the trailer, the climax the of the trailer ones. was, was, was one woman taking off some shitty golden wings like that. Like I, no, nothing about that. Like, 
Uh, I, I don't I know. Think it, I can save today, a, but you can save the world. Like, come on. Uh, I'm really, right, I'm done. I'm, I'm done. I really think we should do uh, commentaries for these drip feeds too. I think that's gonna be really fun. But I just don't uh, think Wonder Woman's an impressive franchise, and I'm not trying to be misogynistic here. I just don't care for he that hates franchise. Women. I think I think Wonder like Woman Gal is better. Wonder Woman, he's a misogynist. Get him. Gal Gadot's Wonder Woman, I think, was was better in both Justice League and BVS. I in in her solo. Uh, I'll like, give you BVS. It, it's it's I, not I, it's not even I've her. Heard it it's I've not even her. It's Gal Gadot's Wonder Woman. I just think it's she's not nice. even her. I I think it's I think it's more Jenkins. Honestly, like I don't care for her her cinematography very much. I don't it's know. Better than Jack Snyder. All right. All right, I'm 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 getting I'm getting way off track here. I, I want to go back to the, the, the last point I was trying to make yeah, about the, the max thing talk. About, yeah, about the max talk is that I think that in the long run, I think in the long run, this is going to be um a a very successful experiment because I think that this is that this is a thing that the movie industry and the film studios have been talking about for years, ever since Netflix. Um has been a mm-hmm. hit success, you know, when Netflix was the first major streaming service to uh, cross a billion dollars in, in revenue. Um, right. I think that, um, you know, they've all been hesitant, though, to dip their toes in. Disney technically was the first, you know, to dip their toes in, in releasing a major blockbuster on their streaming service, albeit they charged 30 fucking dollars for it. But um, well, no, they they weren't because wasn't Trolls two the one that kickstarted the death of all theater? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Trolls. Yeah, something like that, that. Yeah, which which is that is the funniest part of 2020 is that Trolls two, uh, through a series of strange events, is the is the the first domino that fell that might have <laughs> killed the the theater industry as we know it currently. That is so yeah. funny to me. Yeah, like this will go down. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I. I guess you're right. I kind of forgot about that, but you know, I I don't know. My really my point is that this this is a big experiment, and uh, mm-hmm. overall, I think it's going to be successful. And I think that we're going to see two things come out of this. I think that we're going to see a streaming boom, practically overnight. You know, over the course of 2021, it's going to be a streaming boom. I mean, and don't forget. Amazon's working on some hot shit. The Boy Season Three, the Lord of the Rings series. I mean, like they they got oh, some incredible yeah. stuff down the pipeline. Um, we're gonna have so much content in 2021. Like, man, I I didn't start actually missing theater and movies until about October, and then it hit me. Like, damn, there is like nothing, like nothing that 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 came out this year. Almost it feels like, and like it kind of feel hollow almost because I do miss movie theaters. I just don't know when they're going to come come out really uh, or, or or make a comeback. Mm-hmm. I th- I think of anything now is the time for drive-in revivals. I I think that, that, that I've been saying that, that man, this is the perfect small time. business entrepreneur to be a massive boom big, in drive-ins, especially yeah. with these. These are the perfect like, movies to do in a drive-in. Like this is the perfect storm for drive-ins to make a tremendous comeback in in 2021. I'd shell out a good cold twenty dollars to go to a drive-in and I'm gonna tell you right now. I'm gonna tell you right now. At six bucks a ticket, that that that's what the average price is. Okay, at a drive-in movie theater, six bucks, and you get not one but two movies. Mm Mm-hmm. You get not one but two movies, dude. I mean, two movies for six or seven bucks, and they're brand new. You know, most of them are blockbusters. Um, they're there's no beating that, you know, and the, and, and you can sit in the comfort of your own car, listen to your own stereo. You don't have to worry about these weird, 
people sitting next to you and have to hear them chewing their loud ass popcorn, distracting the shit out of you. You can bring your own food. Yeah, like it's yeah, exactly. Good. Exactly. You, you can bring long chairs. You can, you know, if you have a truck, you can put an inflatable bed in it and lay in it with blankets and pillows and watch it, you know, watch a great movie on a big screen. Like it's an awesome drive-ins are an awesome experience. And I'm very sad that they have faded. You know, there's t- today in America, there's less than 400 standing and, and, and operating. Oh, I, um, I had my first driving experience uh, over the summer on a, on a date and it was, it was awesome. It was amazing. Yeah. Um, I saw inside out and, and black Panther there. And I'm just like, man, why, why are theaters not capitalizing on this market? This is a, a like out outdoor theater, I think might be the new go-to. And I think it dude, should be dude, I, why watching movies under the stars is, is a great experience. It, it is. A, and it, and it it's makes awesome. for, a, it makes for a great and a perfect date night too. Oh yeah. It, it really Bro, does. We, Bringing your own food, like you can, you can. It, it makes it so much easier. Like the only thing I'll miss, as far as theater going experiences go, is uh, the Alamo. But my yeah. experience at the Alamo probably peaked when I saw Avengers: Endgame. Yeah, that is the only time I can like justify being like I spent about a hundred dollars on a theater experience and don't regret it. Mm-hmm. Oh, another <clears throat> thing. Another thing I was going to say about drive-in movie theaters is that it, they are way cheaper to build than than an yeah, actual movie just theater. Just a big ass screen. <laughs> well, well, you well, well, you need you you know you need uh, a, a you lot. You don't need seats. No, no, you don't need seats. Now, now there are some, especially in my area. There's there's three drive-ins I think within an hour of each other <clears> where <throat> I live, and uh, every one of them does have like bench-style seating, and they're all outside, and they're all like close up to this to the giant screens, which is kind of cool. Um, but, but, you know, that's optional that, that is 100% optional, but you, you just need a lot. You need a concession stand and a screen and a projection room. And that's it. Like you don't have yep. to build, you know, uh, you, you don't have to worry about ventilation, you know, uh, I, I mean, you know, obviously outside of like the concession stand. Oh, and, 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 and I guess, you know, two bathrooms, but, um, that, you yeah, know, that's par for the course for, for any business, but. You know, you 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 don't you don't need to build the shell around it that is the building. So right there, you're saving a lot of money, and I'm sure a lot of businesses and entrepreneurs can buy land for cheap, especially in mm-hmm. this market. So I I think that streaming and drive-in movie theaters um, potentially are going to be huge in 2021. I really hope that movie drive-in movie theaters make a huge comeback. Honestly, I I would love to see uh, that. Oh. I want to go over to uh, Aaron and Nick, and then I want to ask y'all yeah. what movies you're most uh, excited for, and then we can go to the next topic. Aaron, what are, what are your thoughts on this whole HBO debacle, all the craziness that we've been kind of going down? Uh, well, just to just to talk about it for a second what you guys are saying about driving theaters, uh, I've only been to one in my life, and I saw Tenet, and it was awful. So <laughs> that's my whole... <laughs> Yeah, the, the theater, or the movie, uh, both. So you know, as far as the drive-in theaters goes, I'm not. I've been impressed, but you know, maybe it's just the movie, and you know, I feel like it would be cool for. I feel right. like if if I if I wanted watching a different movie that wasn't so convoluted and it was, I was watching something that was fun, it would be cool to either watch a shitty movie with friends that you can kind of just like roast mm-hmm. and like drink and smoke while you're watching or going to date and watch. Yeah, exactly. Well, you um, know what? 
Oh, no, no. I was just going to say that, like, um, I've been to many drive-in. So, so my dad is a is a drive-in movie enthusiast, and I grew up every summer working at, at a drive-in movie theater growing up. Uh, my, my dad started taking me when I was, like, four years old every single summer. It was my first job mm-hmm. I ever had was at a drive-in working in the concession stand. And then eventually I did ticket sales and, and security as well. Um, and, you know, I've, I've visited other drive-ins in other states. Not all of them are equal. Some of them are smaller. Some of them are run down. Some of them have shitty staff and shitty management. Uh, some of the screens are kind of small and shitty. Some of the speakers are small mm-hmm. and shitty. You know, and it's like uh, they're they're old. A lot of them were built in like the 50s and 60s. And a lot of them haven't been renovated since. So, you know, in, in terms of like, you know, picture quality, screen quality, sound quality, things like that, it might be a little subpar. But again, I think with 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 renovations and, and propping up new ones and building bigger, nicer screens with digital projectors like like the one um, that's not too far away from me has upgraded to. I mean, it's a great experience, honestly. And I think you just have to see the right movie and go with the right people and go to the right drive in really mm-hmm. to get that experience that you're look, you know, that, that I'm talking about anyways, Aaron. But uh, yeah, I, I feel you. I've there. I've, I've had shitty experiences at other drive ins before. So you're, so you're not alone. Okay. And to talk about the HBO Max thing, I, mm-hmm. I'm hyped, dude. I'm, I want to, I want to watch, wake up and movie. chill and watch Wonder Woman or just wake up and watch Suicide Squad first thing in the morning. That's awesome. Like I'm hyped for that. My only concern is oh, midnight. With the amount of, with the amount of heat that they're getting, midnight would be doper. With the amount of heat that they're getting from their announcement. My only concern is, are they going to backpedal and kind of alter the deal? Like, are they going to raise HBO Max's <laughs> monthly subscription? Or are they going to like, oh, okay, well, only some of these movies, not Suicide Squad, but like, we're going to keep Tom and Jerry. Like, <laughs> like, <laughs> bitch, if they take Suicide Squad, but keep Tom and Jerry, I might fight the executive myself. Like, you mother, you knew this shit wasn't going to theaters? No way. <laughs> we're releasing Tom and Jerry in theaters. No, you can keep it. It's all right. You can keep that on the internet. <laughs> you, can, you can keep that on streaming. Don't you got to waste the film for that? Space Jam on there. I'll be happy. Right. I'm yeah, just... yeah, keep yeah, keep Space Jam there while you're at it. I'm I'm happy as a consumer. I'm just worried about what are these going to do to the other people involved because <laughs> I know that for certain creators, they're there are certain advantages that they have from the theater experience. Like they get bonuses if the movie hits X amount of dollars, but with it being on HBO max for the first month is it isn't going to hit those numbers because a movie makes more than 50% of its entire run within that first month. So I think it's really going to hurt the people involved behind the scenes more so than it's going to hurt people who are consuming it. What's not going to hurt people consuming it because everyone's for the most part that I know is pretty hyped about the experience in general. But I think that's something to consider. And because of the amount of backlash that's going to come in the the following weeks or, or months, if that's going to alter the announcement, of what we just received. Mm-hmm. And that's basically where I stand. 
Other than that, I'm hyped. Yeah, bring, bring me Kong and, and Zilla. Bring me Suicide Squad. Bring me all these other movies. Bring me In the Heights. I'm hyped. I'm, I'm ready to watch this. Right. Oh, man, right. In the Heights. Oh, I'm excited. Okay. Yeah, right? I think some of the... I, I don't know. Depending on... I think uh, another factor we have to consider is the state of things in 2021. Because I don't know if you guys saw, England just had their first covid vaccine given to Mm -hmm. like a 90 year old woman so by the time suicide squad comes out theoretically covid might not even be like a major thing anymore we could be back to when is suicide squad coming out august no i i don't (laughs) think so no here here here's the thing with that though i i want to be hopeful like like that aaron i really do but um you gotta you gotta understand too that they're rolling these out in phases. Um, for they're doing phase one, phase two, phase three, phase four, so on and so forth. The UK only did that, by the way, because Trump refused to buy the vaccines back in July from Pfizer. So the no, UK that, and a that, few other that's not entirely true. That's not entirely true. It's not that they didn't refuse to buy the vaccine. We're still getting the vaccine, right? But right. We're not getting right. nearly as much as the UK is. Because so I can link like, you one more. They're like, no, we're good. Right. So I can link you a thing from the New York Times and it's looking like 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 major um, full scale rollouts of the vaccine or some versions of the vaccine aren't going to be hitting the mainstream uh, until sometime in June are what the current estimates are saying. Um, So, I mean, you know, June from August and you also have to realize too by by June. So many people will be infected. It will take years in order for humanity to reach herd immunity. And like, like we're, we're long past herd, herd immunity. Like, like we're, we're not getting that now, even no, no matter, dude, if we lock down, if every state were to lock down and everyone stayed home for a month, we are still not reaching herd immunity. Like it is, it hey, bro, is we let's are just far keep beyond it a stack. Americans right. are dumb. That's right, the problem. Right. Oh, yeah, Americans right. are dumb and don't listen. We're so, well, Australians we're so, are partying up right now because yeah, they ain't yeah. got the shit. Let's say all we're the, stupid. The, the, the we Aussies don't listen. The Brits are out partying, you know. Um, but I, I just, uh, I, I want to be hopeful. But I mean, dude, with current estimates are saying like, hey, it's probably going to be sometime like mid June or when is when like me and you could probably get one. You know, I mean, right. that's that, that's that's a long wait, man. You know that that that's real sketchy, and it's like. Speaking of but fucking Comic Con, you, you, you can say Comic Con's done for already too. You know, oh, yeah, we, like, we ain't getting that shit until maybe, maybe, maybe 2022. <laughs> maybe then yeah. I can afford to go. Right. Because <laughs> last yeah, year was I mean, the 50th at Comic Con, right? Yep we we were at the 50th anniversary I mean, and ain't had shit since <laughs> the last one forever. The 50th. <laughs> Like, yeah, we're good. We we Fiji's a good number. We can stop. Yeah. We, we we went at the perfect time. All all of us. We were at the the perfect time. We saw the last Marvel panel and the last DC panel. I have a little, <laughs> yeah, I have a little side story about about that last Comic Con too. I don't think I told any of you guys about. But basically, I just met this sweet old lady. She was like in her uh, late seventies, early eighties, and she had been going to the to to the cons with her husband since the sixties which I thought was awesome. And she actually, she's actually employed through the con. She writes uh, articles mm. for the Toucan blog. I oh. was like, oh, that's really cool. And I had a really great conversation with her. She's a very nice lady. I just happened to bump into her on the show floor. Super, mm. super cool. She gave me her business card. 
nice lady. Anyways, I just kind of want to give a shout out to her. Shout out to our girl Deborah, the teacher. Yes, Deborah for hooking Deb- up uh, Nick and Aaron with a ride home. <laughs> oh, yeah. I never got those photos from Deborah. Um, but before we uh, keep going, Nick, what are your thoughts on the on the hobo thing? Hobo Max. Um, I I'm looking forward to it, but again, like it's uh, yeah, it's just gonna be interesting to see what happens in general, I guess, with like media and stuff over the next year. Uh, mm-hmm. like how how other companies react to this if they do similar things. Uh, there was there was a report that said like Sony was considering putting like Morbius and some other movies on streaming too, or like VOD. You know, like how they go ahead go ahead put that trash on VOD. Yeah, so I don't know. I mean, I'm looking forward to some of these movies on here, like Space Jam and Dune and Matrix and stuff. Yeah, we- what are what are you most excited for, Nick? And we'll we'll go around and because uh, you, you dropped the the image of what we're getting in the chat. Um, probably Dune out, out of those, yeah. Yeah, uh, looking at it, I'm let's see. Of course, Godzilla vs Kong, The Suicide Squad, In the Heights, uh, Dune, Space <laughs> Jam Two, uh, and I'm uh, I'm curious about Matrix Four and uh, Mortal Kombat. Also, I think the uh, biopic about the the Williams sister with Will Smith is supposed to be coming to to. Uh, what are what are y'all excited for, Aaron? What are you excited for, man? Oh man, excited for Suicide Squad and In the Heights, and yeah, that's about it. Space Jam Two. Sure, I'll, I'll watch Space Jam Two. I don't even. I'll be real. I like. I think. My nostalgia goggles for the first one kind of kind of wore off. Like I like, oh I think, no, bro. Conceptually, I'm like, yeah, it's cool. But I'm like, man, that whole movie is just like, just just deep throat Michael Jordan and how great he is in his <laughs> <laughs> uh, like like plot wise, it's not the, the strongest. <laughs> the best part of the movie. The best part. Of the, the best part of the movie is that uh, Bill Murray just shows up <laughs> and he helps. And he leaves. Lola, Lola Bunny. Right. Lola Bunny, remember? I didn't know oh God. Lola Bunny created an entire generation of furries until I was a teenager. That, that definitely oh, tripped you know, me up. I'm like, oh, what? Corey from Double Toaster, right? Yeah, yeah, he worked on it. Oh, yeah, he worked on it. Yeah, it was like mm-hmm. a running gag, like all through the Spill podcast days, where they're like, "Yeah, Corey's gonna write, direct, produce Space Jam 2. <laughs> He's gonna do everything. Clearly, <laughs> gonna do the whole shit. Uh, Luke, he is for it. Luke, what are you, what are you excited for of uh, our yes, little sir. Max slate? Um, I'm I'm gonna, probably gonna say like Doom, Kong, and Mortal Kombat. Can't wait to see how Mylena looks. Her actress is oh. cute. Oh, dude, wait, wait. Okay, so, so, okay, top, top movies right now. Uh, Godzilla versus Kong, uh, Dune, The Matrix 4, and Mortal Kombat. Like, seriously. And I'm then married. if I had to put like a fifth on there, probably Suicide Squad. Six, definitely Space Jam, A New Legacy. Um, I could give a shit less about Tom and Jerry. Um, <laughs> the, the, the new did. Conjuring movie, the, the, uh, the new Conjuring movie, I guess, is uh, okay. Um, I, I like James Wan. I don't know if he's. I don't know if he's coming back to direct or if he's just producing this. 
Um, the first Conjuring movie was really good. I didn't particularly care for any of the spinoffs or the sequel, but the very first one was yeah. good. I, I, I don't know what The Devil Made Me Do It is going to be about. Um, I, I don't know if it's I don't know either. That, that title sounds funny. I, I don't know if it's continuing the story of Ed and Lorraine Warren. Um, who knows? Yeah, I, it is. Fair, isn't it? Yeah. Okay. I, I'm not even what I, I'm not even sure what reminiscence is. Um, or those who wish me dead. I don't know what that is either. Yeah, we know the the many saints of Newark is the prequel to a uh, what's it called? And what's Sopranos. Judas? What's Judas and the Black Messiah? I don't even know what that is. Judas and the Black Messiah. Ah, I remember seeing the. Uh, I metal. do remember hearing about that. Sounds me- it sounds like a metal band. Yeah, some of these movies I have no clue what they are. See, there's a movie mm-hmm. called The Little Things, uh, Malignant. I assume that's going to be like a, a horror movie. Uh, the Many Saints uh, of Newark. That oh that's, oh oh, that oh sounds okay. Like a, yeah, that, that's why I know it. Judas and the Black Messiah is about it's a biopic about the life of Fred Hampton, the chairman of the Black Panthers. So I am excited for that, starring Daniel Kaluuya. As Fred Hampton, because we can't find any fucking American actors to play American historical figures. God damn it. <laughs> I like Daniel Kaluuya a lot, but shit, you couldn't find anyone? You got Lakeith Stanfield as William O'Neill. Jesus. Anyways. Um, I don't think I know this. <laughs> I don't I don't know. I'm not familiar. Oh, Fred. Yeah, Fred Hampton was the, uh, Fred the chairman and leader of the Black Panthers. Uh, okay, I, but, yeah, I would like to know more about that. that. Yeah, so that's awesome. Uh, sorry, I, I just get I, it's a it's a it's just a tiny thing for me. Just I'm like, there's so many great black actors in America. I don't know why you wouldn't get them to play like American roles. Um, because they keep casting Tom Holland as everything but a Brit. And it's very strange to me. Same for Benedict. Yeah, Cumberland. right. It's it's very odd that they that they export. Why do they keep casting Tom Holland as American guys? I don't know. Like he's getting cast as a as an American soldier. I'm like, they want to make this motherfucker everything, but what he is, he's not from here. <laughs> like I love him. He's a he's a he's a cool guy and a great actor. But shit, he's the only young white actor in Hollywood. Evidently, <laughs> it's just him. It's just yeah. him, and like every every black woman is played by Yara Shahidi or Zendaya because it's like, yeah, that's all we got. <laughs> what, we don't know anyone soul else. Plane, when is Soul Plane Two happening? Uh, never. That that will that'll set back the race by ten years. We don't need a Soul Plane. <laughs> Wait, I want Soul Plane Two to happen. Mm, we're good. No, you don't. Not in earnest. Did Tyler Perry. Said, Tyler Perry said he's trying to be better now, or, or like people like I want, his I want Chris Evans to come back so he can play in not another Teen Movie Two. Now that I would love to see. That'd be fucking hilarious. <laughs> That movie's funny. I don't care what nobody says. They got a whole school. Can we get a like a, a, joke a, in that a first scary? Movie. Can we get a scary movie revival? Uh, yeah, when it's good. <laughs> I mean, here's the thing. I don't care what anyone says. Scary movie three and four are funny. They're stupid, but they're funny. Then you get five, and it's just trash. Uh, yeah, eight movies actually pretty funny. It's again stupid and trash, but it's funny trash. But um, all right, let's go on to our next topic. We got some interesting. Stuff to talk about here. Let's talk about Mandalorian. Everybody caught up on Mando? Mando, yep. Mando. Mando and the kid. Uh, <laughs> shout outs to Double Toasted. So we've missed a couple <laughs> weeks, meaning we've missed like four episodes talking about. It. So we got episode three, episode four, five, and six. 
we can all just kind of streamline it here. Full spoilers. Um, I feel like the show just keeps getting better by by the episode. Uh, the Jedi and the tragedy <laughs> are probably some of my favorites so far. Like the fact we got Okatan, Ahsoka Tano, and Boba Fett all in like four episodes. Like I audibly cheered at each one. It was so damn yeah, good. Yo. Know- when I was watching the this last episode, I had to watch it on my phone because I actually like uh, I don't know why, but I was watching it on my phone the first time, and when I heard him say like "I've been tracking you," whatever, like I actually squealed out loud and jumped out of my bed. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! When when he uh, when Boba came down with the armor, rocking the dad bod, looking like a snack. Oh yeah! When he came down, it was like I'm like, oh my god! I literally shouted in my bed, I'm like, oh my god! <laughs> Freaked out. <laughs> I had a nerd um, school too. It was awesome I, I did, seeing man, back. It's just it feels good. It's also, side note, um, shout out to Robert Rodriguez for directing that episode for the tragedy. Can we talk about how flimsy that fucking stormtrooper armor is? Did you notice how like fake oh, it bro. looked like it didn't bother me, but I noticed I'm like, damn, did they make this out of like paper mache? He's cracking through these with that gaffy stick. He's like this motherfucker cracking this shit like his eggs. Like, yeah. <laughs> he making like an omelet. He's killing stormtroopers left and right. Uh, like, again, and it was nice to see the return of a, of a, not Krennic. What's her name? Um, is it Krennic? Ming-Na Wen's character. Ming-Na Wen's character. Why does Ming-Na only get hotter as she goes older? Because she's, she's mm-hmm. Asian, don't raise him. Um, but... <laughs> Yeah, uh, I mean, Rosario, Rosario Dawson's performance as Ahsoka was also great. We get the, the child's name. It's Grogu. Uh, made me think of Rogu from American Dad. Uh, I'm cool with the name. Um, anyone else think it's kind of weird that that we've been seeing a lot more kind of dark side shit from Grogu? Like, he was choking and body slamming those stormtroopers. And I forgot this is the second time we've seen him force choke. So I, I kind of think he's gonna lean dark side. I don't know why. I'm kind of getting really? that inkling. I'm getting no. that feeling. No, I don't. That'd be that'd be interesting. Okay. I think. I don't. Mm. I, 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 I see why what he wants. I see why, but you also got to realize he was he was just defending himself. I mean, yeah. I mean, he he was. For, but for example, still. don't. Don't think that force choking is like something directly connected to the dark side. I mean, Luke used it in Return of the Jedi. You know, he did so, yes, he did use force choke at the beginning of the movie. He would see. I, I I don't remember. He, it's been he, a while. He, he did it to knock a guard out. So he so he oh. so he could get in the build. Yeah, so he could get in the hut's building. Um. Yeah. So so don't yeah don't think of like force choking and knocking people around is like a dark side thing. Like Grogu was literally just defending himself. Now I here here here's I think it'd be like, cool if he was though. It'd be neat. Okay, not everyone is going to agree with me on this, but I think that it may have been a little too early to reveal his identity and not not necessarily his name. I'm fine with that. I kind of wanted to keep like where he came from a mystery a little more than. It was a, it was a little oh, the Coruscant thing. It, it, yeah, the it was a little. Anakin it was, somehow missed him. <laughs> it was a little. 
well, now that's a mystery right there is how did he get out? Who, who captured him or not? Who saved him? You know, this and that, mm-hmm. that's a whole mystery. That, that Most likely it was, maybe. I'm going to guess it was Yoda, but, um, I kind of wanted looks like, like, me. <laughs> like, gotta get my, you know, my grandchild. when there was that whole exposition thing with Grogu being a, a youngling on Coruscant and he was, he was smuggled out during order 66. I'm like, okay, like, one that could have waited and could have kept the mystery going because that's, I think was part of the fun mm-hmm. of the show was, was the mystery of Grogu. Um, and mm-hmm. two, I'm not particularly fond of that, of that arc. I would have preferred it to be something a little more magical, you know, like he was, he was just a force sensitive child from wherever the yoga, the yoga, the Yoda people come from. <laughs> Like, 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 I think it would have been better if he would ju- have just been, I, I don't know. See, I, I don't want to start Special. saying too much and start. Yeah. Like I, you know, at, as we know, no, I, I get it. as we know, his species as a whole is a total and complete mystery and, and they're really low in population. We don't know where their home planet is, but what we do know about them is that they're, they're naturally gifted and, and heavily connected to the force and they don't, they don't need to work mm-hmm. a lot to become Jedi ma- or to become masters of the force and to become super connected to the force. Um, in <laughs> fact, I think, I think it was implied by Lucas and even Dave Filoni years ago that they barely have to fucking try to get, to get super connected to the force. Um, they're that, that, that kind of seems to be the case with Grogu. You know, I, I I just think he, it was, he seemed like a natural little, like Anakin was. It was just a little anticlimactic and a little bit of like a meh moment whenever you know we finally learned that like oh Grogu was just a young Ling on Coruscant and I'm like oh man like I would have preferred something a little more spectacular. You know, I I I think I see what you're saying only because it kind of I don't mind it. Um, with the thing, the way that things are tied together now, but I think it does. It can make things feel smaller to certain people. It doesn't bother me, but for him to also conveniently have been on Coruscant during uh the Anakining <laughs> and Order sixty six and all that, I think it can. For some people, it can definitely make uh the universe feel smaller. That that you know, Mando keeps running into all these familiar faces, but I think. I think some of them are like, sir, I, I don't know how much of it was planned in advance and what was not. Like if they changed, if that might've been their original plan or if they decided to uh, change it in the long run. Um, yeah. I also kind of want to bring up. So we also got the confirmation that Django Fett is a Mandalorian. Um, sort of. So he's a foundling. Yeah. He's a foundling. It like, yeah, was interesting. Um, yeah, which apparently dude, dude. Lucas didn't want him to be a Mandalorian, and I'm like, uh, fu- I'm like, well, he he isn't by blood. He's a foundling, so in a way, he still kind of isn't, but he is. He is co- he's culturally Mandalorian. He was he's uh absol- he was absolved absorbed into the culture, but he's going not back a blood couple, like Bo-Katan yeah. is. Right. So going back a couple episodes, how do you guys feel about that Bo-Katan reveal that um oh. Um, Mando's faction of Mandalorians are actually like like a cult, almost like Death oh, the, Watch. The Death Watch, yeah, that's cool. Like, that's how interesting. You, so, so you like so you like that reveal? Yeah, I I thought that was a good way of uh, kind of tying in and and sort of making it cohesive because there was a lot of questions that started to arise in the fan base of like, wait a minute, like where did this whole like never reveal your face thing come from? Because that was never a thing in the Clone Wars. So yeah, everyone was kind of like, 
everyone was kind of like, oh, they might have retconned that or they might just be ignoring the cartoon. But it's like, nope, they they really tied that in. They like mm-hmm. like 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 Filoni is making sure that all of the the questions are being answered. Um, I I really dig that actually a lot. Um, and the whole dark saber thing, dude. When Slave One showed up, like oh uh, bitch, when Slave One showed up, oh, I was like, I'm like, I'm oh, like oh shit, there he is. It's our boy. Can we talk about the score of that episode too? Because that had the best soundtrack of of every episode. Man, Gorenson is a is a king. Yeah. Such a phenomenal uh, conductor. Where do you guys think um, the show is going to go? Like, like we got two more episodes this season. Where, where do you think it's going to go? Oh, well, next episode we're getting Bill Burr returning, which makes me extremely excited. <laughs> yeah. so I think. Happy. Wait at at this part at, at this point in the timeline, I think uh, Maul's dead. Right? Maul died in in yeah because he he died because uh, Kenobi he killed him. So he yeah, died yeah. around the time of episode four. Yeah, Kenobi kill. Okay, okay. So and and his brother, uh, the stupid what, Savage Oppress. Savage Oppress. That stupid name. <laughs> Fucking dumb. Granted, the more Wait, I think about dead. it, there are kind he's of some dead. goofy ass names in Star Wars. No, like, I, just I was beat watching two and like Darth Darth uh play not Darth Plagueis. Um, yeah, yeah, Darth Plagueis. You... That's a dumbass name. Well, yeah, I so so I was gonna I I was going to uh, say real quick. Do you guys do you guys know and watch the YouTube channel Star Wars Theory? Uh, uh, he's got stuff here and there. Star Wars. So so he so he has a very interesting theory that when Grogu was on the what was on the stone and he was reaching out uh, through the through the uh, galaxy to try to find other Jedi's, he has a good theory. If you look at the timeline of the comic books, the TV shows, the movies, and the video game, uh, Fallen Order, he actually narrows mm. down a list of potential candidates of who could show up, um, mm. like either at the end of season two or maybe sometime in season three looking for Grogu. And his candidates really, which I think would be really cool if they brought the actor uh, that played Cal Kestis in Fallen Order. That would be really dope, honestly. Yeah, I mean, he. They're um, the same person. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They they're can the just same use them. It, it's the guy that played um, uh, Joker on Gotham. His his mm-hmm. wildest theory. His wildest theory is that they cast Sebastian Stan to play a young Luke Skywalker and have Luke show up. Everybody's but, been saying yeah, that. And I'm all for it. I'm I'm yeah. so for it. It's Windu, and it's like I'm back. Oh oh oh! Yeah, that, people have been talking about another... bringing back Windu, and I'm just like, had I thought he died. Dude, George but, Lucas said he survived though. Remember Sam Jackson? Yeah. He's like, yeah. Oh he's, yeah, there's. Lucas did was... say he survived, and we never actually did see him die. We just seen him fall. Yeah. I mean, but it's like so, somebody said Star could... Wars has a history of people surviving big falls because Luke did it. Uh, who, who else? Vader but the only it. person who hasn't survived was Han Solo, but he can't use the Force. So, <laughs> well, he also got so stabbed. Like Pal- Pal- yeah, but like Palpatine survived a fall. Darth Maul um, got cut in half though and fell. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Darth Maul That's got true. bisected and fell. He survived. All the Force users that fell survived because Luke survived, Maul survived, Sidious survived. Yeah. So what I'm like, if, oh, okay, fair game. If Maul can Mace get cut in half survive. and survive, Mace can get his arm cut off and survive. Okay, dude, Ezra could but, find Grogu and that could oh, tie into the throne. That that yeah. that was another that was another theory that Thrawn's like, Star coming. Wars theory we got Thrawn. Yeah. But he said he said the most likely candidates are probably Cal Kestis, um, Mace Windu, Luke Skywalker, 
or uh, Ezra from Rebels are probably the most likely candidates I... that are going to make, at, at the very least, cameo appearances uh, searching for Grogu. Cal Kestis, mm. I think, would be a really good... That'd be a good uh, choice. Honestly, that'd be a, cost, a, that'd be that'd a really be good, good choice. And it'd be cost-effective. Like, you tying it into a game... Yeah, and then, ballsy, I mean, right? It's the, it's the same fucking face. It's the same it was dude. A good, it was it, a good game. It was a good game. I, mean, I, heard, it, I heard it was good. But, I oh, mean, you haven't played it. Actor, like, oh, man. Okay, you haven't played it. Damn. I haven't, I haven't played it yet. Uh, money. Dude, that shit's <laughs> cheap right now, Will. Like, get I mean, it. I'm, I'm, it. Getting, <laughs> I'm getting cyberpunk. So oh, okay, we'll come you. back to Fallen Order. Oh, dude, one day, it's but... dude, it's it's playable and like count would now. be easy to put in. Dude, we're eight minutes away from Cyberpunk. Yeah, my my. I just kind of want to throw that out there real quick. People have waited seven years, an entire console generation for this game, and it drops in now seven minutes. That's yeah, awesome. I pre-ordered it uh, a week and a half ago. <laughs> Podcast then, so I can download it. Yeah, wait, wait. Did you start downloading it yet, Will? You got a pre. No, I, I ordered a physical copy. I don't have a download. I'm waiting for it to come. Ah, oh, damn. Okay. Yeah, so I got to wait. Yeah, my a friend days, bought it probably. earlier today. My Dude, friend bought it earlier today. Be like a huge day one patch, though. Like sixty. Dude, gigs it's, yeah, it's like, like fifty-seven gigs. gigs. Yeah, it's like oh, it I, I thought it was like fifty-seven. Oh, no. I don't know. It's it's a huge. It's a huge patch. It's it's, it's big. Huge patch. I I, I deleted a, a bunch they, of. Uh, I deleted. Good though. Like, I'm actually so gonna I, wait until Friday. I, I'm, I'm gonna wait until I get paid to pick it up. So. Dude, but they said the console version. Great reviews. Yeah, they were they were actually struggling. The reason why they delayed it this last time was because they could get the game to run fine. On, it was running great on PC. It was running great on the new generation mm -hmm. of consoles. <clears throat> it was running great on the PS4 Pro and the Xbox One X. It was the base consoles. It was the base Xbox One and the base yeah. PS4 that they could not get it to run properly because apparently frame rates were dipping down into like like 10 frames a second. Gross. Like, Ooh, like fuck. They, 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 they were <laughs> even like... slides. <laughs> devs, devs from this game like five years ago were calling it a console killer. Like, Damn. like for real. Like, for real. Like, like, they had concerns about it years ago. So, uh, it, it's actually a miracle in the last five years since that comment that they were able to like get it properly working at i hope mm. it's able to run 30 frames a second on my playstation 4 because i have a base playstation 4 so so do I, I i hope that i can get it to run or you know i hope it's stable at 30 frames a second and it doesn't like dip down into like 15 or 20 what now so you got to get the pc version then for the best experience i cannot my so i don't so, have a good so, pc well what's funny about that is that i i looked up the specs the the specs of the game and like my computer just just barely does not meet the requirements to run the game just barely Damn. i can run it with yeah. my new graphics card yeah yeah you got a what fancy is? new graph you got a 1660 ti right yeah, yeah. Um, let, let's jump back. I need. I want to get Aaron and Nick's thoughts on uh, all the Mando stuff because Luke and I have been kind of going off, and we got a little sidetracked with the mention of cyber cyberpunks. <laughs> uh, well, like, I how, thought. How are y'all feeling? I found it. Uh, what was the last three episodes we haven't talked about? You said. So uh, the last, that? yeah, the last couple of episodes of Mando, two through six. Uh, three through six. I'm trying to remember what happened before 
the week before we had, uh, uh, name? We had Mandalorians um, showing up. We had uh, fuck, what was that middle one? So the past four episodes then. Uh, there was the one yeah, the past four episodes. Remember they go back to the planet? Yeah, they, yeah, yeah, yeah. The base and everything and I think it was I, I thought it was cool, like visually, even though I don't have any sort of bond or connection to these other characters because I didn't watch the shows. So I was mm-hmm. like, oh, that's really cool for the people that have seen them. Uh seeing Ahsoka right. is cool because I know of Ahsoka and I know like her role, but I don't know ins and outs of her story. Um no, it's, it's the same with me. I just think she's cool. Yeah, no, I thought that was super dope. You know, Rosario looks like the character. You know, it's almost like they designed the character to look like Rosario Dawson or something. And she, she got the lips yeah, and everything she, down. Exactly, exactly. She killed it. I thought that whole episode was cool. And I think the the thing is, even if you haven't seen these characters before, it works in the contents of what the show is because their formula like they've got their formula down to a t and i thought it was cool that this most recent episode while semi still following that it totally broke the mold of what the other episodes have been up to this point and i think for that reason it's been it was the best episode you know what it kind of reminded me of um for what? you guys have played avengers right yeah, yeah. luke's played avengers Te- and, and played Avengers. Yeah. So it reminds me of those the the whole thing with Grogu reminded me of those missions where where Jarvis has to has to reboot the computer and you have to like protect the, the outside sources from from attacking it. That's what it kind of felt like a little bit with Grogu oh, was like oh, oh, in his his thing. I think Luke would, would get that more than uh, than you guys might. Yeah, I, I get what I get what you're saying. Like a uh, almost like a tower defense type thing. But like exactly. What got me also, is like he's protected by this giant, this giant sky laser beam, and Mando can't get in it. And I'm like, well, bro, I think he'll be okay if you can't get in. <laughs> yeah, nothing else gonna get in there too. Like you good, you don't yeah, need to protect him. Shit out. He's fine. Right. But he doesn't know what it is. He doesn't know anything about the forest, so it's understandable why he would keep trying. But I'm like, bro, you good? Mm. He's he ain't, he ain't worried. <laughs> you don't got you don't got shit to worry about. But he's good, bro. <laughs> Exactly. No, I think that seeing Boba Fett was dope, you know. You, Boba Thick. Thick Boba, let's go. And Yo, I thought you killed me. He had that old Boba Fett. Fett. Body positive Boba Fett. And I think it's cool that he's part of the team. I think he's, uh, well, temporarily, of course. And didn't they say they were setting up Boba Fett to have a spinoff show? Him and Ahsoka, I believe, is is what they're trying to backdoor. Uh, the rumors the Boba Show is filming right now. Right, right, right. Boba Show is filming right now. We're and... probably we're gonna hear confirmations if these are all true tomorrow, as of this with that Disney thing. Yeah, so, there's, like, w- there's like twelve shows rumored for Star Wars. Yeah. So what you what? Who are the sources that have said this is happening tomorrow? I know John Campy has said. It's a bunch of rumors. Okay, so is it like an? Is it just we expecting news drops, or is it like a conference kind of thing happening? Like you can what watch one. It? It's like a live stream thing. Oh, it's oh. a live stream thing. Okay. Yeah, it's a webcast. It's like the one last year they did. What did they announce last year? Last year it was in April, and uh, 
they showed off Disney Plus for the first time, like the interface, like all the shows mm-hmm. they're gonna have. They showed Lion King footage, stuff like that. Ooh, okay. So is this their like replacement for D twenty three this year or something? Uh, I mean, they were gonna do it regardless, but probably yeah, because they have all this stuff they're sitting on. They're probably gonna. I mean, it's gonna be four hours long. So, damn. What time I does do it not start? Have time for uh, it starts at one thirty our time. Oh, I'll, okay. I'll probably be at work. Yeah. Dude, Nick, how are you? How you been feeling about uh, Nick? How are you feeling about the Mando stuff? For me, like, yeah, I mean, I I've been loving this season so far. I think my least favorite episode is probably the one with the the spider ice planet. I mean, it's uh, these are oh, I like it. Things. I mean, I still like it. I just feel like of the episodes, it's probably like uh. Weakest. On the lower tier, but yeah, I mean, oh, like this show is like definitely better than like the movies they've done and stuff. Like this is the best thing they've done for me. This, someone said, Mandalorian is better than the last five Star Wars movies. I'm like, holy shit, they're right. <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah, that's, that's impressive. That the two seasons of television are better than arguably what ten hours of film. Yeah, so yeah. I would not be surprised if like Filoni and Favreau are like at the head of like the future of Star Wars, like on streaming and stuff. I feel like they they might get a high up position. I don't think they're gonna take out Kennedy because um, like the weird thing is like people forget that it, Lucas picked Kathleen. That wasn't a, a Disney input. She's been there for a while. Like she was there as a producer, I believe, on the on the prequels. So. She's been around yeah. for a hot ass minute. The decisions she's made have not, you know, been the greatest. But like he that's the judgment about her, I feel like is also a judgment about him as well. Cause like he picked her. She's just working, you know. <laughs> so I don't know, but hey, you know, Don Favreau and Dave Filoni are knocking it out of the park. So I'm just glad they're they're gonna who knows. We got that Cassian Endor series coming that nobody asked for. Uh, maybe that'll be good. You know, I'm, I'm ready to be yeah. surprised. Oh, yeah. Also, there's a I don't know how you guys feel about this, but there's a uh, strong rumors because Mando season three is about to start filming. Uh, there, mm-hmm. There's people that said that we're going to be going to Naboo in season three and that Jar Jar might show up. Oh, interesting. <laughs> It's like an old, older, wise Jar Jar or some shit. I'm That's like, terrifying. I, mean, I, I, I never hated Jar Jar Binks, but when I go <laughs> went back and watched the uh, the prequels before Rise of Skywalker, I was like, oh, that's why everybody hates him. I, I see it now. <laughs> <laughs> it me as a kid, but then I became an adult. I'm like, oh, fuck, this is bad. <laughs> this is real bad. I don't hate him. I just kind of feel bad. Um, but I feel I'm glad bad for the actor though that played him. He he got a little bit of redemption because he does that uh, that game show for Star Wars, and he's a Jedi now. So um, I'm glad for he got something. Maybe maybe he'll show up in the Mandalorian. What if he's the Jedi then? <laughs> that yeah, Grover Jar-Jar. reaches out to is a uh, is uh, ah, I can't remember the the actual Jedi's name. But what if that's who he? And everyone's like. Who the fuck is that? It's just a black dude in a robe, just like ah. Oh, finally, I I heard the speech. I heard your message, Grogu. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think that that'd be funny. That'd be that'd be a deep pull to get. Uh, if it's him and Cal Kestis, you get a video game character and a guy from a fucking game show. 
They show up on the Mandalorian, <laughs> and Dave Filoni's just like, yes, yes, time to make these characters badasses. Oh, God. That'd be funny. Hey, the, the fact that this man redeemed one of the one of the dumbest things I've ever seen about a, a guy that got smacked by a blind man into a sand vagina and made him cool. Shit, man. Dave Filoni, Robert Rodriguez, and, and John Favreau, they, they have all of the sauce. You have the sauce now, sir. But, um, yeah. Yeah, we got, yeah, we got a couple uh, other things. The, the honestly, the main one I kind of want to talk about is Black Panther. We can like skim past the rest of this shit. Uh, like Black, we can talk just Marvel stuff. Um, so Black yeah, Panther two. Yeah, we're gonna crazy talk about it. Uh, <laughs> we're gonna talk about it. So Black Panther two is supposed to start filming in 2021. Tenoch Huerta uh, of Narcos Mexico is potentially cast as the villain, but they didn't say who. Um, so I think I, I kind of wanted to talk about, I think it's been enough time we can talk about the the unfortunate passing of Chadwick Boseman and kind of what we want to see with the future. Um, but before we get to that, we got to address the elephant of the room of uh, Letitia Wright recently deleted her social media after going on kind of a, a retweet spree, sharing some false information regarding uh the coronavirus vaccine as well as some potentially transphobic belief videos that are tied into those vaccine stuff uh it wasn't a good look <laughs> it wasn't um her social media is gone now so you'd have to like find the articles about it but um there's a lot of talk about like potentially recasting her and while uh, I'm I'm kind of two minds about it, I'm kind of conflicted because on the one hand, I was thinking about this last night. I think there is a freedom of speech, especially on a pl public platform, I, I, especially like Twitter. You know, the cancer of, of social media sites. Um, I do think that should be an avenue for people to freely, you know, express their thoughts. But I do also believe that there is not a freedom of repercussion. Like if you're going to post this and share this type of content, you kind of have to be ready for the response that can come with it, controversial or not. And, you know, she seemed to very much stick to her guns. Now I kind of draw a line. Uh, and this is where it kind of teeters with this at information that can be harmful or damaging or reinforce a, a damaging or dangerous minds mindsets for other people. And while I agree that it's okay to be suspicious and, you know, have questions about the nature of like medical research. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. You know, you can, I think it's fair to have questions about, especially things like a new vaccine that's being pushed and produced really fast. I think that's valid to have questions about like how it can affect people. Um, but I don't think the resources she was saying were particularly conducive to that conversation. I don't think, uh, I think what she was sharing was more dangerous conspiracy stuff. And I don't think that's good. And especially stuff that's tied to transphobia and that can push a kind of dangerous rhetoric. Uh, I don't think that's really smart to do, but I mean, what are y'all's kind of takes on this? So I'm kind of like, I don't, I don't think it was bad enough for her to deserve to have to be recast, but I think it's definitely worth, Somebody maybe sending her a, a DM or a private conversation like, sis, I don't think this was the, the hill to die on <laughs> uh, or the yeah. thing to, to 
risk your career over over controversy related to like especially this was several days after Elliot Page came out as uh, trans as well, I think. So this was like in the same week now that I think about it. So not a good look, sis. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, what are what are y'all thinking? We'll go around. Luke, what are what are you thinking? Then I'll hop over to Aaron and Nick. I feel um, I think well, I think everybody's entitled to their own opinions, and I think that sometimes cancel cancel culture can go a little too far. Um, that mm-hmm. being said, I I really disagree with with her point of view. Um, I think that what we're starting to see in Hollywood is a lot of people, especially that are more moderate or on the right, are starting to, to kind of be more vocal than they were four, five, six, seven years ago. Um, and I think that, you know, we... What we like to do as a society is we like to hold, um, we like to hold up people on, especially people like actors and people in these elite industries. We hold them up on big pedestals and we almost deify them to some degree uh, because we like their charm and their charisma and their chemistry on screen, and we like some of the things they say in interviews, and we think, oh yeah, they're funny or they're pretty, they're good actors and good actresses. Uh, but at the at the end of the day, they're human, and they're they're humans with opinions, and opinions are flawed. <laughs> even even good opinions can be flawed. Um, so really, I mean, that's that's really what I have to say is is I think that we have to start looking at these people as people, and that includes all of their flaws. <laughs> I, so. I agree. Um, yeah, I I think. In terms of sharing your opinion, you also this is a big problem. I, I believe on all of social media is there's not a lot of people that are willing to be wrong and kind of take fault for certain things, um, like that that uh, what, that chick Olivia whatever with her parents with the whole uh, trying to buy their yeah, oh no 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 uh, the that eighteen year old YouTuber girl or whatever with the famous parents who went to jail. Cause they tried to like bribe her way oh. into college. Um, oh, she, yeah, she's her. Yeah. trying to do an, no, kind of doing a press tour they, and trying to talk about learning they, from it. They did get her into college. Oh, okay. Yeah, they did. So they did get her in, but like her parents are in jail for it now. Cause a and, bunch of, and if I remember, yeah, I was going to say if I, and if I remember right, she was totally like really mad about it. She's like, all I want to do is party and go to sports games. Like yeah, a total she, waste. Yeah, she kind of got uh, dragged on the recent Red Table Talk, and it, it made news. Not in like a negative way, but just like a, a repercussive adult right. way, just talking about the impact of all of that. But Aaron, what are what are your thoughts about the whole uh, Letitia scenario? Um, yeah, she had some heated water, man. But, you know, <laughs> uh, I don't know if that's going to affect her character in Black Panther, and like what they're gonna, how they're going to proceed and whatnot. Like same thing with Cara Dune. If they're not going to do shit about that, they're not going to do shit about Letitia. So I, I don't think it hit every corner of the internet. Like it may be big within our circle, but I feel like the majority of people aren't going to know about that, and a lot of them aren't going to care. So right. sure, she has some some questionable opinions. Okay, it doesn't affect her ability as an actress. So as long as she can play the part, I'm cool with it. I guess like she she's not hurting anybody. Yeah. Unless people are seriously looking for her, looking to her as a, a source of authority on some things, but 
I'm, I don't don't do that. I don't think many people are. So I'm not I'm not tripping about it too hard. It's basically Nick, how you, how, Nick, how are you feeling about it, bud? Uh, I don't know. I, I some of what she was saying was kind of crazy too, wasn't? Well, but she's like really religious though too. No, like didn't we know that? She yeah, no, like, she. She is of of all things. I remember earlier this year. Um, I have a Bible app because every now and then I'll read it, uh, and I got a, a up a message that it's like, "Oh, interview with actress Letitia Wright and the importance that Christianity holds on her life." I'm like, "Well, oh, that's neat. She's she's Christian." Shit. I <laughs> uh, didn't see this one coming. I'm, I'm imagining she's like a, a. Is she Nigerian of Nigerian descent? Um, because I believe that's a very religious. A very uh, Catholic culture, if I'm right, but you know, I'm not. I'm not gonna make any assumptions about that. But what were we saying, Nick? She had, she had all these tweets about like the Antichrist agenda and all this crazy stuff that people found after, her. and it's like, oh shit. So oh, yeah, yeah, she she had a weird one. Um, someone was mentioning that like there's a a gen like a genetic. Uh, component or some molecular component called Luciferus, and she's like, "Interesting that the name Lucifer is in there." I'm just like, "Sis, <laughs> shut up." There's something called a Sonic Hedgehog gene, and there's another gene named after Pikachu. It's just a fucking name. It's not actual. It's not, the, it's not the devil. Yeah, like relax. That that was stupid. <laughs> Interesting that there's Lucifer in there. It's like, yeah, there's the devil in in these genes, sis. Yeah, she's probably more of a conspiracy theorist. So her conspiracy theories give, uh, like 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 her religion. She uses her religion as a base for some of her conspiracy theories, which I've never been a fan of that using religion in that context. No, I I, I agree. Um, I don't think what she did was bad or dangerous enough. Uh, it's. It was close. This is close, but I don't think it was bad enough where it's like, oh, we need to recast her. It'd be different if she was on like some J.K. Rowling shit. It's a that uh, a little bit more out there, or like some really far right militant violent shit, or just like you know punch doctors and like you know fight queer people like that. Anything that's like absolutely abhorrent. And vehemently disagreeable with people. I said queer people. <laughs> oh, I think you said wear people. I'm like, nigga, <laughs> what? Fight the wear people. Fight werewolves. Wear people don't deserve <laughs> rights. Uh, but, <laughs> no, um, I I think she's just trying to give her piece. Uh, it wasn't particularly asked for about you know certain scientific. I, I think she's just trying to be. Uh, rightfully skeptical of, of the direction of certain like medical and scientific things but i think she should have been a little bit more open to uh conversations about them and probably taken uh some of the the other details because people like debunked it within hours uh or minutes of, of her sharing it and people were just letting her know like hey uh, this isn't the case or this isn't true so i think she should have also kind of taken that into account and just like it would have been so easy to just recant and be like, oh, you know, I just, you know, trying to put a message out there and, and get understanding. There's room for me to learn and grow. 
you know, appreciate yeah. the, the good looking fam. Like it, it, but she, she deleted everything. Um, so it, it is what it is. Uh, I don't know. We'll, we'll see how things go, but, um, I, I kind of don't want them to recast her. Cause I have an inkling if they do, they're, they're going to be like, well, time to get this light skin actress in here <laughs> and things are going to be fucking weird. Um, <laughs> they're going to get, uh, Alexandra uh, ship or something. Like a light skin Wakanda. Yeah. They're going to, they're going to try and fucking replace her with Alexandra ship. She's like, finally my time to return to the MCU. <laughs> This is everything I wanted. They would never. Nah, they wouldn't. Uh, Fucking uh, Ryan Cooler wouldn't let that shit pass. He's like, nah, she she got to be dark skinned dog. (laughs) Um, Right. uh, With (sighs) that in mind, speaking of moving on and moving forward, um, how are y'all feeling about where they should go with Black Panther? Uh, I'll give my thoughts and we'll go around. Um, I'm. At a point now where I've, I love Chadwick. Um, you know, no one's going to replace Chadwick. I am. I've made peace with it. I'm comfortable with them if they decide to move forward with a new actor in the role of T'Challa. Um, I think somebody on on the CBC page said it best. Is like it's not replacing Chadwick. It's uh, you can never replace Chadwick or replace his talent. That's not what you're doing. You're casting for a role. You're casting for a character. And uh, you can find many people that are just as talented to pick up that mantle and play the character of uh, T'Challa with that gravitas and and grace and skill that that he had. And I'm okay with that. And if I have to put my name in the ring for who I would want, John David Washington is my pick. That's that's how I'm feeling. Uh, Aaron, how are you feeling about kind of things going forward since they're looking to start shooting next year? Um, I, you know, I feel I'm okay with them recasting T'Challa if they do decide to go that route. I think, I, I feel like for myself, I would want somebody who, I don't know, did, 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 John David Washington's a good actor. He's a little he small. He's a little, he's a little short man. He's like, he's like around Tom Holland's height. Hey, he's five six. Five, what? He's kind of a dollar cap. You got a short voice. Bro, if you saw, if you saw Tenet, bro, Elizabeth the Becky was towering over this man. Yeah, <laughs> like, three, though. For real. Yeah. Like, he's a giant. I feel like you need someone with some stature. I think. I think my pitch how, is either. How tall was, uh, was Chadwick Boseman? Chadwick's only 5'9. God damn. John David Washington's 5'9. Uh, oh, Chadwick is 6 feet. Jesus, he's huge. Holy fuck. Yeah. You need someone who's a little Becky's 6'3. She's a stallion. Is he 6'3? No. Yeah. Yes. Damn. She's a stallion, bro. We're learning damn. so much. She's only 30. She's young. Wow. Wow. I would want someone like uh, I want someone like uh, what's what's his name? Yaya Abdul Mateen or uh, the the dude who was in Predator and Moon Knight and Moonlight. Oh, Trevante Rhodes. Yeah, Trevante Rhodes, Trevante Rhodes, Rhodes or Yaya Abdul Mateen. Those are my two choices. I want Trevante for uh, Green Lantern for John Stewart. Why not both? Okay, Nolo's dose. He is a that is a beautiful chocolate man. <laughs> Wait, who is? Oh, they should Trevante get Rhodes. 
Oh no! Wait, they already used Sterling. Oh man. Oh no! So yeah, yeah Sterling. He's too old. Yeah, he's too old. Uh, and they already have okay. Denzel. <laughs> nah, he, he's too old. <laughs> well, who cares? They don't get John David. They just get. They skip right past him and just get Denzel. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, Denzel's six one, so he's around the right. Nick, uh, how are you? How are you feeling about all these? Man, sorry, I can't get over the Elizabeth Debicki thing. That's that's yeah. Well, how would you feel about this? <laughs> no, they can't do that. They can't do. But that. Elizabeth Debicki is Black Panther. <laughs> <laughs> she takes off the helmet. I am no. T'Challa. <laughs> no, okay, T'Challa. T'Challa dies, right? He like he dies in time. And, and and T'Challa's secret love child takes the takes the mantle. Boy, if you don't if you don't get out of here, <laughs> he banged out a white woman in in New York before he flew back. <laughs> to be with to go back and be with fine ass Lupita Nyong'o, Elizabeth Debicki show through a portal like I bear T'Challa's child from the future. Um. <laughs> no, I, I mean, um, I, I think what they could do is some shit they did on Legend of Tomorrow. They could always use a non-T'Challa Black Panther and just get somebody from the past and just say T'Challa went to space while they figure out how to recast him. Um, but from the past. Yeah, so the, on Legend of Tomorrow, they got uh, they couldn't get the actress for regular Vixen, so they got they went back in time and got her grandmother. Great oh wait! Oh, they couldn't. They couldn't get the actress to return. Oh, they could not, not as a season regular. So they got uh, another actress to play her great grandmother, who was the old vixen, to be the current vixen. While they like time and dimension hopped. I remember that. I remember that story, but I didn't know that they they couldn't get her, and that's why they did it. I'm assuming that's why, because it wasn't the same actress. Uh, I know. I mean, I know they were related, but yeah. I mean, Nick, Nick, what are your thoughts about how to go forward with a uh, BP2? Uh, um, I don't know. They, I mean, I've seen more and more people now, I think, are open to the idea of recasting. Uh, mm-hmm. I think it might just... <clears throat> I think it's just too early if they, like, try to pass the mantle on to somebody else. Mm-hmm. I wonder how the actors feel about the filming. Yeah. I'm like, cause this, that was like a, a pretty quick turnaround. Well, and I, I think, I guess they're trying to keep on schedule, but I think part of the thing is, um, I think part of the thing that makes it particularly rough is because we've seen T'Challa die twice, and then the actor died for real. So I think it, it's like, if you're gonna get somebody, you you can't do the shit again where he's just like, up oh, time to, you can't kill him off again. It's not, it's not going to, it's just going to be depressing and it's not going to be impactful because we know that Chadwick is actually gone for real. Right. Um, so I'm, I'm sure they're probably going to use some old B-roll kind of like they did with Leia. Um, I don't know how they're going to go forward with things. That's what I'm most curious about. Uh, Luke, how are you? Feeling about uh, how they might proceed with BP uh, two. I'm sleepy. <laughs> sleepy. Yeah. No. I. Uh, I'm probably gonna. I. I would say honestly, the best course of action would be to just to recast. 
I would say, mm-hmm. honestly. Uh-huh. I think so because I I don't think I don't think just just throwing in Letitia Wright as Black Panther as the new Black Panther would would really work. I don't think it would be worth it. Um, it just wouldn't feel right. I just think honestly, just keep the spirit of T'Challa alive. I mean, this is wouldn't be the first time that they recast, you know. Nah. So in, in, in an MCU film, so I I'm I'm honestly all for. And I think that Chadwick would would be fine with that. I think he would probably want that, honestly. Mm. Yeah, it's so. um. If if they do decide, uh, those are some heavy and big boots to fill. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely curious how they're going to do things. I wouldn't mind Shuri being Black Panther, but I wouldn't want it in the second movie. Like you could set that up and have her appear in a in a, in that role as a third but i don't want that to i wouldn't want that to be the main focus um, right because my my thing is it would it, it'd give me too much spider-man vibes of like her learning to come into her own as the black panther and i don't i, I would love yeah. to see a black female superhero like that's why i'm excited to see monica rambeau do shit same time i don't really want to see the narrative of a of a teenage girl or well a young a young woman learning to become you know her own hero because we already have that narrative like three times over with a bunch of other characters um right i like i'd like to see that like maybe if it's like he starts training her in the second one and she picks it up as her own mantle so she's like the black panther of you know (sighs) the world and like or like she's the black panther of wakanda and he's the black panther of the world and we have them side by side in like the third movie um, or like teasing it kind of like they did with Iron Man where you like see her suit but she doesn't wear it till we get a third one um, but yeah so that's kind of how I'm feeling um, everything else we have is little news I think the last thing I'll talk about and then just like we'll do a little uh, quickie sprinkle section um, we got the first images of Hawkeye that started filming and Hailey Steinfeld has been confirmed as Kate Bishop and she looks good man mm-hmm. she looks good um, I just wanted to bring that up. I just wanted to say how fine Haley Steinfeld looks. Like, can we talk about how fine she looks, completely clothed and covered up? She's great. Dude, she is. looks so good, well, and like she ain't even she showing look? skin with her recurve bow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you see that picture I sent in the in the chat? Well, in the Discord I think chat so. of Hawkeye and of Hawkeye and. Uh, and Haley or, or mm-hmm. Jeremy Renner. Jeremy Renner. And... Yeah. And, and, you know, Jeremy Renner looks good, but it's, it's also nice to see her get kind of a comic type suit with the purple and everything. Like Jeremy Renner looks like he's having fun. Uh, I'm, I'm glad that the production seems to be going well. I mean, how are y'all feeling about that? I mean, it, I, it's making me interested. Um, and her, her, you know, outfit looks pretty pragmatic. It looks stupid. It looks good, but I mentioned that picture because speaking of her looking good, Jim Runner got no shame. He's freaking Hawkeye in that ass. She is looking like a whole cute. A whole cute. Nick Luke, how y'all feeling about Hawkeye? You intrigued, excited? Uh sure. She looks all right. I think she looks good. Yep. The it's it's funny that uh Kate Bishop came to the Avengers game this week. And uh, no one cared. We got pictures of Kate Bishop in real life. But um, 
Oh, they started that expansion this week? I didn't even know. <laughs> yeah, it, it came out and no one cared. Um, so I'll just lightning round just to mention them. Not going to say much about them. Uh, Deadpool 3 is confirmed. It's getting the writers from Bob's Burgers. PD. Uh, we're getting a new Predator movie from the 10 Cloverfield Lane director, Dan Trachtenberg. That's exciting. Nice. Um, uh, what's his name? Tyler Hecklin, Superman. Got a new costume. It looks fantastic. Uh, probably the <laughs> best on-screen Superman we've seen since uh, the one from Crisis. Uh, that Kingdom Come suit is still... Fucking uh, chef's kiss. Um, <laughs> yeah. Supernatural <laughs> finally came to a close, and fucking yikes. <laughs> that shit was, How was a that mess. Oh, with really? Without spoilers, was it bad? Uh, it was underwhelming. It wasn't terrible. It was just kind of like I did a live stream of it. It was kind of it was kind of mid. Like it wasn't the worst thing ever, but it, it just missed a bunch of opportunities, probably because of COVID. But like how it ended, I've like oh, all right. I haven't seen Supernatural in years. If I were to just watch the series finale, would I be confused, or could I just watch it out of context? <laughs> you can watch it. You can watch that out of context, and it feel like a regular episode. You'd be like, "Oh, that's how it ends." Like, okay, that that is how. Uh, someone in my in my chat when I was live streaming it called it. Fifteen minutes into the episode, <laughs> he predicted the whole end of the shit. I was like, "God damn, bro, how'd you do that? Did you know?" Does it feel like a series finale? Does it feel like a series finale? I mean, yeah. Um, because there's nowhere else to really go after that. But like, it's underwhelming. There's a bunch of stuff that they just glance over from like the two episodes before it. You're like, oh, so we're just not going to talk about that or or that other thing or how this person went out. Okay, cool, cool. Cool. I'm tempted to just have you tell me. I'm like, should I just watch it? Because I'm like, I haven't cared in like five years. <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you this. It ends with uh, Dean driving the car and he meets no, with don't, Sammy. Don't, don't say, don't, don't. No. What are you doing? What are you doing? Uh, what are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? Stop. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> I said he drives the car and meets Sam. Stop! Stop it! <laughs> You're literally saying the end. It's not the yeah that he drives. Stop it! Is that even spoilers though? It's not a spoiler. We need that every episode. It's his car. What? <laughs> like I haven't even seen it. And I'm not even like, okay, yeah, that sounds like a regular ass episode. Like what? <laughs> that could be Luke, that could be any episode. <laughs> the brothers meet. <laughs> you check they the chat right stuff. now. That is me. <laughs> that is me in the chat right now. There's, there's no you stop there, that. There was no spoilers. It's like they drive and meet up. <laughs> That's how it ends. Oh, they drive. <laughs> to me. And, and, and there's a shitty cover in there. That's it. Here's fucking yeah. Will. Right here. Uh, no, I'm putting it in the chat. This is you, and this is, and that's me above. <laughs> oh, bro. I thought you'd be depressed, then. 
Yeah. Oh my god. I'm 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 tapping out. You watch Supernatural. Uh, actually, just just recently, I started rewatching it because I got Erica into it. So we're I'm back on season one. Oh my god. God God speed. Yeah, you're gonna you're probably gonna fight me when you get to end. Not even that because that's it's not a spoiler. They drive. There's a drive. That is a spoiler. Yeah, fifteen. They show up. You you literally spoiled the very end of it for me. Wow. There's nothing to spoil that Sam and Dean are in it. Yes. You spoil if they're not dead. That's what you spoiled. I didn't say where they were, what they were doing. They just show up. That's me now in the chat. <laughs> you'll you'll yeah. see, Luke. You'll all see. <laughs> oh, and then uh, I'm going to look at IMDb when it was rated. <laughs> Oof. Let's see. Mid. Uh, yeah, Twitter was a mess afterwards. but uh, And then the uh, Supernatural's finale was mid. Possibly good. Oh, luck. my God. Nick, Nick. Do you remember? Do you remember this old meme from the old CBC? From our meme? Yeah, no, hold on. No, this one. Jesus, I'm posting it. I just posted it. Oh my god! Oh, I'll I'll mention the last thing. Synopsis. That synopsis is great. The last thing that we'll get out of here. Oh, that's Uh, a spoiler. Congrats to congrats to (laughs) Elliot Page. Came out as trans, not non-binary. Live life, be free, happy for you, bro. Uh, he's still gonna be playing um Vanya on Umbrella Academy, which I'm like, cool. Okay, Point that's at. cool. I just like, live your truth, bro. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm happy for you, but I'm just like, hey, bro, it's 2020. Do what you do. Um, that what what shocked me was how many people were like, how many nerds were bent out of shape, like, no. Now I'll never have a chance. It's like, bro, before he transitioned, he was a whole lesbian. You didn't have a chance before. <laughs> yeah, right. This man has been strictly clitly for over a decade since Juno came out. Yeah, now you I got like, <laughs> but now you have Well, I got You got what? I was just saying, like you, it's like you probably got more of a chance now that he's he's a, he's just a straight man <laughs> instead of a gay woman. Right, but yo, I say something in on the on the Facebook chat because I I got spoiled myself for the okay. finale of Supernatural. Okay, but, uh, yeah, I think that that's gonna. Any last words or thoughts from anyone, uh, so we can close out the show and I can get to editing this shit later. Nope. If no. not, <laughs> I'm good. Okay. Said well. Yeah, on that note, uh, we ain't got no question this week. We just did a long ass show. Um, yeah, so let's go around. Where can people? Where can people find you, at, Aaron? Find me on the Instagram at the real Aaron Alexander. All right. Where can people find you at, Luke? You guys can find me on Twitter at Quantum X Paradox. Where can people find you at, Nick? Uh, you guys can find me all over social media and YouTube at Who's Nick. And uh, I've been your host. You can find me on Instagram and YouTube at Will the Greatest. Also, thank you, Nick. You made my new my new banner and my new uh, little channel icon. Um, I really appreciate that. He's a he's a fantastic designer. Hit him up uh, so he can charge you to do your social media handles and logos and banners and whatnot. Uh, hit up the boy at Who's Nick. But don't forget to like the show and rate the show 
and follow the show. Give us five stars. Give us likes. Uh, share the show with all your friends and, and listen. And hopefully we'll be back next week with some Disney news. Follow the show on Instagram at Atlas Comics Elite. ATS Comics Elite. And uh, yeah, find me on social media at Will the Greatest. We will hopefully see you all next week. Have a good one. Be good to one another. <laughs>